everyone. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 11, and my name is Henry. This is Brayden. I'm Chloe. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about Wind River, and then we're going to be doing a retro review of the Coen Brothers' No Country for Old Men. So that's going to be pretty cool. And then we also have a little bit of news to talk about, a listener question. And yeah, so it's going to be super fun. Uh, how's everybody doing? Little groggy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I blame the Coen Brothers. Yeah, I blame them because I ended up staying up late to to catch No Country for Old Men. I was just gonna skip here and there and catch some scenes and try to remember the main parts because I've seen it obviously multiple times before. <clears throat> obviously. Yeah. Well, it's it's a spectacular film. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. And spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> you can hate it. Oh my god. <laughs> Lies. This is oh good. This is all diversion. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it's so good. I ended up staying up late and I'm um, kind of dragging ass today. But cool. <laughs> Oh, Brayden always has a new expression. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, uh, one thing I do want to mention is, so we're going to do the Steven Soderbergh show on Friday. Turns out Jacob is going to remain elusive again. I mean, I guess he was on one show, but couldn't of make course. it. Yeah. He chickened out, obviously. But we're going to do that Friday, and so it's going to be available through <laughs> the filmbuds.bandcamp.com. And I'll, I'll post exact right when it's up, and so we'll, we'll keep you updated. But, uh... Yeah, well, how's anything else going on with y'all? Really? I got the Green Day concert this Friday. Got the day I'm off. I'm going, too. Are you really? Yeah. For Catfish and the Bottle no Men. I hate Green Are Day. Are you really going? Yes, I like oh Catfish and the Bottle Men. like is, my favorite band. Is Jimma going? I don't know. Okay. Probably. <laughs> That's cool. He doesn't care about me at all. Well, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, are you going, too? <laughs> what are you doing again? Uh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What? Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, should uh, Brayden, should I mention the, that just dumb fucking customer? No, I don't, you know. <laughs> no. I, you know, I bitch and moan when it, when it happens, but it's, 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 it's water under Did the bridge. Did somebody hurt your feelings? Yeah. No. Big time. Oh, no. Oh, my feelings. His oh, feelings. your feelings? Okay. No, I mean, not, not really, but. So confused. <laughs> Did this customer attend both establishments? No, no. It was just a on Friday or yeah. Sunday, and yeah, it was brutal. Dang it! Now I really want to know. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, uh, in short, they think a frappuccino can be hot. That's that's all Disgusting. you need to know. I know, <laughs> I know. So I I found it puzzling because yeah. I mean. I mean, we did, we discussed this. A frappuccino, first of all, it's we made it totally made up drink. There is yeah. no such. And we don't have that at our our place. I genuinely yeah. thought you were gonna say something a, a little more severe than they thought. No, but the the lady was hot. brutal. Just <laughs> just an absolute. How old was she? In her sixties. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. You guys should get a secret menu, like. <laughs> I, I think we do technically. Well, you should do like a true Italian menu. Yeah. What would be the, well, seriously, yeah. that would confuse they have the hell out of soda. They would have, you'd have cappuccino and espresso, I think. Oh, yeah, that's, I went to Italy. It. They'd never heard of 
mochas. I no. really mm. did mochas, bad things lattes. to myself. They were really nice to me, though. This one man, he tried so hard to make me mocha. It was so sweet. They don't, they don't make them. It was gross, them. but it was really nice of him. They don't mm. do lattes. I lived in uh, Williamsburg. I lived in parts of New York before they became hip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Williamsburg... Uh, for a very short period of time, and it was a very, very Italian neighborhood. That's where my mom's from. Williamsburg? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? We're not Italian, though. So. Oh. No. Well, you're missing <laughs> out. <laughs> well, my grandfather lived in Italy for... No, my great-grandfather lived in Italy for a really long time, and he was a money launderer for the mob. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was also a painter, so... You have a rich gonna... history. Family mm-hmm. history. That is interesting. But that's the other side. That's not even her. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Good. I mean, Williamsburg, you could tell that there was a certain presence there, uh, which was actually kind of nice because the streets were clean and people were pleasant. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. very strange. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, my dad, when I was moving into the apartment up there, my dad and I went to a little pizzeria we were gonna get drinks, and we go in, and we figured we're gonna we're gonna play it cool and not not do anything too frufru or anything like that. And caramel macchiato mochaccino, you know, garbage. So we just walked in, and we said two lattes, and the woman behind the counter looked at us like we had sprouted arms from our foreheads. <laughs> it was just it like was that. the weirdest because it was like an old school Italian pizzeria and they had mm-hmm. little cannoli and they had all kinds of Italian baked goods nice. and real pizza. And so their coffee <laughs> menu consisted of being, uh, their coffee menu consisted of, I think it was espressos and cappuccinos. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. So they don't do, I mean, frappuccinos, all this crap that people get on like menus, you know, yeah. now it's nice to have, the variety, but... Um, it's too much. Too much. Yeah, it's a little over the... Th- like, Frappuccinos. I mean, first of all, it's a made-up drink. Second of all, it's mostly, like, sugar. Everything was a made-up yeah, drink te- once. technically. Well, it's a... <laughs> I guess if I want to be snooty, it, it's, it's like, a completely basic. fabricated. It's not, it's not the Italian... The is basic. It, it's not basic. the Italian menu. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it would so. be way worse. I thought she like punched you or something. Just I'll, I'll, <laughs> emotionally just, just punched about you. Emotional punch. <laughs> Big emotional. Emotional punch. sucker punch. Well, yeah. I couldn't even work this weekend because I'm disabled. Oh, true. So. <laughs> you've watched the IT, IT grad it's my favorite thing I've that's that the so, best episode ever I have I've used I'm that expression so many times because I have knee problems so I always have my knee brace and stuff now the other one's messed up so I'm not sure but I've used I'm disabled so many times I'm disabled and nobody's seen it but it's hilarious I've it's seen the it. best episode you've never ever seen it? it's no. the best episode of oh, television in history it. it's I'm brilliant that's the best show ever it is it's quite funny that is all hmm. It's quite funny. Mm-hmm. And that episode in particular is hilarious. Huh. I'm, I'm disabled. disabled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out, I guess. Yes, Miss, may I help you? <laughs> oh, sorry, my dog came in. I forgot to close the door. Um, so you'll probably hear her. <laughs> oh, Benny, can't, please, careful there. All right. Well, if there's not anything else... Do y'all want to get to Wind River? Yeah. Sure. All right. So we've got a clip. Let's take a listen. Anyone here see this one? 
See how the toes turned out? The front is much deeper than the back. I said she's running. Come here, I'll show you. She ran until she dropped here. See the pool of blood where her face hit the snow. Now it gets 20 below here at night. So if you fill your lungs up with that cold air when you're running, you can freeze them up. Your lungs fill up with blood. You start coughing it up. So wherever she came from, she ran all the way here. Her lungs burst here. She curled up in that tree line and drowned her own blood. Well, how far do you think someone could run barefoot out here? Oh, I don't know. How do you gauge someone's will to live, especially in these conditions? But I knew that girl. She's a fighter. So no matter how far you think she ran, I can guarantee you she ran further. Wind River is directed by Taylor Sheridan and also written by Taylor Sheridan and stars Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen, and John Bernthal. And the IMDb plot synopsis is an FBI agent teams with the town's veteran game tracker to investigate a murder that occurred on a Native American reservation. So this thing has been getting a ton of buzz. Has uh, it? Oh, yeah. Um, it showed at Sundance. I missed it when I was there, but... Yeah, against the production company's wishes. Did you hear that? No. He, like, snuck it into Sundance, hmm. even though they were trying to make a deal with somebody oh, else. No. He got in trouble. Scandal. I know. But he got, like, an eight-minute standing ovation or something. Oof. I know. Cray-cray. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, <laughs> what did y'all think of uh, Wind River? I like... Chloe go first on this one. <laughs> yeah, let's let's let her go. Everyone's scared of me. I'm not gonna yell at you if you like it more than me. It's okay. Um, I think I thought the acting was great. That's about all I have. <laughs> I appreciate how it addressed an actual issue in a respectful way, while it's also still making a real movie. I like that too. Like as opposed to what happened to Monday, as you know. Garbage. Scoff, scoff. Mm-hmm. But this movie, real issues, addressed them properly, also was still a movie. Right. You know. But not... <laughs> well, was what was your... Or what were your issues with other parts of it? Why weren't they... I thought it looked... It was directed like Twilight. Not just because it had a bunch of the same people, but it was... Dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, all the Native American people were the same. Oh. But, anyway. Well, that's... One thing is I was gonna say is is it's nice that Native American people are getting acting jobs, but it seems to be such a small pool. Of yeah, them. for who mm. knows what. Well, yeah, but um, not no no no. I had a long discussion with my sister about she saw it too. Obviously, mm. otherwise it'd be one sided. But um, about whether or not it was a very feminist movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is rape in it. She ch- well, we, I mean, which is, is like, which I was not expecting. Yeah. You know? And so that was a... You weren't expecting that? No. Really? No. Well, that's a boy thing to say. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a seemingly simple murder mystery. And then there's, there's quite 
graphic sexual assaults, wouldn't you say? And then Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. It addressed important issues which I respect. I'm not saying it wasn't I think he tried. <laughs> it was cute. You tried, Taylor. But um <laughs> the woman in it was a kind of an idiot. She did her best. Like she's cool. I like her. Mm. But why couldn't she be good at anything? Like it's true. Every time something bad was about to happen... Well, I guess that's a spoiler. I don't know. She... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... well <laughs> she was guided by... Yeah, anyway. I don't know. I mean... Don't make yeah. me go first every time. Oh, so, well, sorry. Well, Brady was born, Brady. I didn't realize. I didn't know that that was a trend. That's It's just a... I go for... It's because I usually, if I really like something or just like something, I interject. So maybe it's just my fault. Oh, okay. Self-imposed, but... Three stars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> straight to the straight to the reading. I thought Jeremy Renner it was so beautiful. She I, did such I, a good job. I loved him. I oh my god. Really, Elizabeth really Olsen good. did a really mm-hmm. good job too. Yeah. But yeah. he had a lot more to work with, I think, probably. Mm-hmm. Like the acting was incredible, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, that's he was, was so outstanding. Oh, I did you shed water? <laughs> yeah, I Hard? did. I, I could see you. Yeah, I did. I was no, my sister got so mad at me. I couldn't help it. It was visceral, but every time something happened, I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't make you little noise like, <gasps> like the, yeah. You know the like the the story that Jer uh, or the, no the the advice that Renner gives to yeah. the father outside on the porch. Yeah. <sighs> really? That yeah, that didn't do it. That, that was didn't do it too. Pretty gripping. Yeah. That was pretty gripping. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. I mean, that's the thing is, is I watched it and I, I was kind of, I wasn't sure what to make of uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character and the whole thing. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And like Henry was saying, well, before because, the show started, Henry was saying it's a trend in his work. Like Emily yeah. Blunt was like... Well, yeah, and Sicario... So fish out of water. I mean, it's both characters in both films are very obviously competent. They're smart. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still somehow not good enough. But they're, they're tough. But they're thrown into a situation. But they're thrown into these situations they know nothing about. That yeah, they're obviously in over their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sicario and Lily Blunt's in the American Southwest, which is a very inhospitable land. Which again, we'll, uh, no country for old men will get to that. And then in Wind River, obviously it's set in Wyoming, and it's just mountains Brutal. and snow and mm-hmm. predators, and it's just you know. And so she has to fall back. In Sicario, she sort of falls back on I guess Josh Brolin's character. Yeah, or maybe. I mean, Josh Benicio del Toro's character, perhaps more. I don't know. They're both got got. They guide her through yeah. that story. Mostly. And in, in this one, Elizabeth Olsen's character falls back, obviously, on Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I don't. I mean, in a way, you could see it, I guess, as women rising to the challenge. But in another way, it's it's their women always sort of seem out of their depth and have to. The, I, I don't know if it's necessarily white knighting. Right. Uh, and, and Sicario definitely wasn't white knighting. Yeah, I mean, well, I feel like but, in, in comparison to that, Emily Blunt's character is a little bit more strong. Yeah. And adaptable. Well, she's, 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 she's done wrong by both male characters in yeah. Sicario. I mean, both of them have their own agendas and sort of use her in order to reach their agendas. Whereas this one, I think it is. It's more collaborative. In it is more, yeah. And Jeremy Renner and the whole white knighting, which I won't go into details, but it's pretty obvious towards the end there. So, I mean, it's, I'm of two minds about it. I, I appreciate that Elizabeth Olsen's character, she is strong, she is competent, she is tough. She 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 takes a hit quite literally and, and is able to keep going. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, she wouldn't have... She does very little of the heavy lifting. Yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. And Sheridan also, like, obviously cares about, like, the movie's about an important mm. issue. Yeah. Yeah. I well, the other thing is, is, is in the, the climactic scene, she's the one that, um... Here he goes. I'm not, I'm not, no spoilers. <laughs> so she just say, I'll just say, <laughs> she takes control of the situation... A lot of men, right. a lot of testosterone, a lot of aggression, a lot of guns. Right. She, right. she takes charge of that. Mm-hmm. But how then, effective is she? Yeah, well, that's the problem mm-hmm. is things go But then again, that's not a reflection anyways. on her. It's a reflection on the people around her. So yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's uh, really a toss-up. It's not offensive or anything. It's just like little no. details I thought could have been adjusted. Yeah. And you really think about it a little more like why could... Like, you easily could have switched Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen's roles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they could have played each other's roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's kind of interesting. And Well, the, I mean, the other thing that I was kind of wondering is why was Jeremy Renner's character... I mean, obviously, I'm glad Jeremy Renner had that role because he's an amazing oh, he was, actor. He, he's so good. He gets the... The Chloe, the but Chloe Oscar, the Chloe Award goes to Jeremy Renner I for still, the next decade. I, I, I still think he was robbed for Hurt Locker. Oh, he's so good in. Oh, Jeff. he's good in everything. He's an amazing actor, but this was the best thing I've ever seen him in, which is a yeah. I mean, well, a lot of the roles like in the Avengers and things, he's good. He's good. I mean, they're all it's good roles in like those this films. that are like the well, yeah. I mean, but that's the, the thing ones. is those are those are those are interesting or they're fun roles, mm-hmm. but right. they're not particularly deep roles. Right. And then oh, gosh, seeing... was good. I was trying to think of somebody who could have done it as well as he could, and I really just couldn't because he has so many. Oh, I mean, so there are good. other actors who would have been good uh, in the role, but would yeah. they have done what he no. did? What he did with that character? I usually use like Jake Gyllenhaal meter. Like, could Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> have done this? Would have been yeah. better or worse than Gyllenhaal, this person? Jilly could have. Nope, he wouldn't have had anything no, on Jeremy no. Renner though. No, in like not ten in years maybe. Mm-hmm. But Jeremy Renner just has a certain depth. Yeah, I mean, that he's able to convey. I, f- I feel like he. His, how he conveys grief, yeah, in this is yeah. phenomenal. I mean, he's got these just these remarkably soulful eyes. I mean, that's what it was yeah. about it. In Hurt Locker, <laughs> he got soulful eyes. Soulful buddy. eyes. He's no, but that's what it was in Hurt Locker. Is is if you look at his expressions and you look at right. his face, his eyes just always look as though there's something behind. And it's like ang- like angry him. and kind of on right. edge. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, Jamie, I just I just stars. <laughs> I just remember him. At the end of Hurt Locker, when he's in the grocery store. Oh, that's amazing! And just how pizza. totally out of place pizza. he was. Yeah, <laughs> right. Pizza. <laughs> he's just. I mean, he's, his his character just looks so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just grocery shopping. In the and like, place. even when he's with his child, right, his newborn baby, and he just know? he doesn't know what to do with it. Give yeah. him a bomb, and he's like, la la la. Give him a kid. He's like, what the hell? Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're right. But, yeah, I... And she it, was really good, too. But mm-hmm. her role was yeah. not as well, juicy. Well, the other thing the other thing I was going to say is you could have flipped the gender on those two characters. Mm-hmm. But you could have also... Why not make the Jeremy Renner character just straight up Native American? Why does it have to That's, be Yeah, a I was wondering about guy? that, too. Right. I was like, huh. Just, huh. Yeah. It's true. So, I mean, if they made it Native American, obviously they'd just give it to Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get, get the Deppster in there. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, that's a whole other thing. No, but I mean, you know, I'm, I don't know Native American. He was American, their first choice, Jeremy Renner. I mean, oh, yeah. he's good, and I'm glad yeah. he did it, mm-hmm. but at the then same time. Chris Pine. I like him, oh, but oh. he couldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. No, no. Chris Pine is good, but he's too. 
He's too, he's too handsome. jaunty, handsome <laughs> guy. He's too handsome. Jeremy Renner, I don't know. There's just something, a depth to him mm-hmm. when it needs I mean, he's... I feel like I really do like Taylor Sheridan. I really liked, I love Sicario. Sicario. I really liked Taylor Highwater. And then I did really like this. I haven't said what I thought of the movie, but I did really like it. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like his movies do come from a place of truth and they feel very genuine in what yes. they're trying yeah. to show, you know? Even yeah. if he well, stumbles yeah, from... I agree. That's what I liked about it, and you mentioned this earlier, is it's it's great watching this film, and it, it sort of introduces you to this horrible situation, and you mm. see what life is like on these Native American reservations and the difficulties and all the, 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 the poverty and and so forth that, that these people have to live with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It does. It, the film doesn't sort of stray into documentary territory. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Point. It does a really good job balancing. Yeah. Male guy. Nice oh, back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I uh, like even scenes where um, he's teaching his son to ride the horse. Like even just the dialogue mm-hmm. and the blocking of how those scenes are, scenes are shot. It feels very like he experienced those things personally. Yeah. Or, or knew someone that did, yeah. you know, and so it always feels, and maybe not Sicario, obviously, because that's, he probably wasn't an FBI agent, no. you know, in the, the drug war, <laughs> but yeah. um, everything he <laughs> does for the most part, it just feels very truthful, and I like that a lot, mm-hmm. and, but yeah, I mean, I'll agree that Elizabeth Olsen could have, yeah, could have been spruced up a little bit, you know, it's, yeah. well, I and think, she was really there to serve like, as far as the story, to serve a purpose for Jeremy Renner's development. Yeah. Just frankly. Yeah. So. She was sort of, in a way, a surrogate daughter, I guess you could say. But, I mean, I, it, it's, it's complicated. That's the case. It's what complicated. Do it, no, I know. <laughs> female characters are complicated because they're... You can't really say, oh, it's just, it's, you know, oh, it's like a chick and she doesn't know. I mean, because they, they are smart, they are tough, but and, and they're always, but they're thrown into situations that are sort of above their. Yeah. I also didn't, uh, or I also liked that they didn't have force a romance yeah. between them. Yeah. Because well, they easily, easily could have done that. I know, I said, this was, that was like the first thing I said. I was like, thank God. Kind of like yeah. Fury like, Road. This would have been yeah. terrible. You know, I like they when they that. they don't they don't do that. Like, it's much preferable. You would think going into something like Fury Road that Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy would, you know, do it, and then <laughs> make the beast they, with two backs. Yeah, and but and then it's the same thing in this. It's there. Maybe there's something there. Maybe they hint at that, but they don't. Maybe they hint at that, <laughs> they but don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's not there, and that's really refreshing. So, it's very a simple movie. And that's another yeah. nice thing about it. So, it's yeah, pure. <laughs> well, it's, it's not it, really upsetting. It's able to convey complexity of human emotion without turning it into some sort of exactly. romantic love. Oh, love is such a complicated emotion. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Raspberries. Yeah. Um. Mm. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know if it threw love in. I think it would detract from oh, what it was so trying. Much. Oh yeah, totally. To to really do, which is <clears throat> yeah. anguish and 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 distress and you know trying to cope with all the the difficulties. You know, particularly again because of its portrayal of life on reservations and how 
difficult how hard Scrabble that existence is. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you throw in this romance and all of a sudden it's like love budding among the, you know, that would just seem so cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like 20 years apart, so. Yeah. You know. Oh, but the... Uh, the Come I'm, on, High Noon. Totally bought it in High Noon. Oh, uh, true. I did not. I, I did said, either. why the F It still gave me hope. <laughs> it still gave me hope, but, but I went, no. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you. No. <laughs> no, Grace Kelly, no. No. <laughs> but I uh, really enjoyed... The, the There's a shootout. I won't say when, but there's a big shootout. Mm. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The yes. big one. It's amazing. <laughs> like how it how it Wait, plays out. Wait, which one? The, oh, the big one. The okay. One, the big big one. The, the big big okay. one. Yeah, and that one is amazing. It's like brutal. Yeah. You know, and then how it ends is great. Well, well what got me about it is is how quick it is. Yeah. It just boop boop boop. Done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, because that's not the. I mean, action isn't the focal point of the picture. Mm-hmm. And I like I like the fact that it was it was edited in such a way and choreographed in such a way that it's it's there it's done and then it gets back to the human uh, the human yeah. element yeah. the human interaction mm-hmm. rather than like gunfighting at the OK Corral type yeah crap. so um, just the whole the pace of the whole thing I thought was it's was qu- paced quite well taut. yeah it mm-hmm. was taut the editing was I thought very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that really threw me off in terms of the technicality of the picture was all that shaky cam shit. Oh my god! At the beginning, there's some some uh, handheld work that yeah, I could have been. unnecessary. Let's go Terrible. back to steady cams. I mean, I you know shaky cam stuff and sometimes sort of okay, but I'm not. It's it's such a sort of an overused. It's mm-hmm. Cheap. It's yeah. it's cheap. It's cheap. Use a steady cam. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Why, why does stuff have to be shaky cam? I mean, it's... Don't it's... try to force the motions onto the viewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your act together, people. Yeah, come on, Taylor. I mean, it's trying to, <laughs> trying to do this whole, what is it, docudrama, aye, aye, aye. reality show, I don't know, cinema verite. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what you would call Bigelow it. Bigelow loves it. Yeah, well, I'm, I think for the Hurt Locker, that it works. Yeah. And then for... Hunger mm-hmm. Games. <laughs> I'm really going back into all of the young adult movies. Oh, the Hunger, now. the Hunger Games. Oh, just that director. That was the first time I'd seen some shaky camera. Oh, really? Think. I should, you know, I haven't even seen any Hunger Games. Hmm. This, um, the second one is pretty good. Is it? Yeah. No, they all suck. All right. Don't I mean, I like the cast: Woody Harrelson, Elizabeth Banks, J Law, obviously. But uh, I mean, I I like the second one, but the first one is not good. I didn't see the last one. Or oh, two. The last two. Not bad. It's actually a point of pride for me that I haven't seen. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't rush out to see no. them, so. I haven't seen any of Twilight either. I've seen the first one. My best friend Mary, her family always held Harry Potter and Twilight release parties. So that's <laughs> how I saw them. Uh, the parties were dope, though. So worth it. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Are you are you Edward or Jacob? <laughs> Team Edward or Team Jacob? Uh, Harry. Team <laughs> <laughs> <Auntie> Harry. <laughs> so that's Jacob, right? Because he's the werewolf. What? Harry. Harry no. Oh, that's funny. Sorry, took me a minute. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, uh, one thing I do want to mention is the score. Love the score. It's by uh, 
Nick Cave and Warren Ellis who did uh, the assassination. Love Nick Cave. Of, yeah. yeah, I was going to uh, say Nick Cave. That's the Nick Cave, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Who assassination did of Jesse, Jesse James. 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 He did uh, the coward. Robert Ford. Yeah. Robert Ford. Uh, He did The Proposition, Lawless, and I think maybe one or two other. Oh, and Hell or High Water as well. And so, like, they should just do every Western. And they pretty Mm -hmm. much are, but love the score. (laughs) So, really kind of eerie and... Well, I was going to say, have you seen the first season of True Detective? Oh, yeah. Well, also the second season. But, but the, the, many times. Of course. The soundtrack, or the, the theme song for the first season, which is re- remarkable. It's T-Bone Burnett. Yeah. And he's done a lot of... Um, and the second one, too, right? I, he did the second season as well, and the opening song for the second season is good, but it doesn't have quite that sort of... Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the score for... Pan, out west, scorched earth, yeah. desert kind of... Yeah, but the, that, the score but, for the first season is... Remarkable. Great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Carrie. <laughs> Get to every time. <laughs> but I was just going to say, uh, T-Bone Burnett, Burnett, I think, could give Nick Cave and this uh, yeah. fellow a run for their money. Yeah. But, uh, anywho, no, the score is good. Mm-hmm. That aside. Um, it was I, weird. I just feel like somebody else, he should have gotten somebody else to direct it, to be honest. Really? But the writing was really good. He should I, be there. You should talk to the actors, you know, all that stuff. But I mean, I I, thought it was I, good. I like the direction. I would, I kind of to make a final decision. I, I need to see him do one more. Yeah. Then, <laughs> if, if it was, was it just good luck? Is this guy just I... you know full of himself and he just had it? Came off of like you know watching Denis Villeneuve direct Sicario and like I can do this. Yeah. And so need to see one more. Right. So yeah. I mean, I, I thought he did a very good job, though. I mean, overall, yeah, again, I, I thought for the most part he did. Yeah, it was it moved at a good pace. It didn't get dragged down with any extraneous bullshit. I got bored sometimes. Did you? I, 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 I think, did. I think for me, it takes a little while to get going because it oh, starts yeah. out relatively ordinary mm-hmm. in terms of story and character. It also, like, like it reminded me of like Brokeback Mountain. Like, there's just too much. There's all this. Snow. I know what snow looks like. Keep it moving, please. <laughs> I like it. I think it, it. I mean, it. I think it adds to the film because again, it's trying to convey sort of the difficult. I like the snowmobile. Oh, uh, you would. Stuff. Oh I love my that god. Shit. There's sleds. There's yeah. sleds. Or not snowmobiles. What, 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 the, the, what do you call them? Snow. Uh, sleds. They weren't. Oh, he did call it a sled. He they said call them sleds. sleds. Well, well, that's different. The, they have different nomenclature. Different parts of it. In Alaska, they're actually called snow machines. Mm. Seriously. Okay, the snow machines. <laughs> sleds. <laughs> sleds. Sleds. Wyoming gets snow, the sleds. The sleds were great. Ay, ay, ay. No, thank mm. you. But um, in terms of the... That's what I mean. Too much of that crap. Hmm. But anyway. Interesting. But in terms of it starting out slow, I think there's a point, and my, my manager, who saw it before I did, told me this, is like there's a point where something big happens, you know, with the the... Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that point I was in, right when that, that little Which action... There was a violent act. Where they go to oh, that, that, oh, that yeah, house. Yeah, 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 I know the, what you're talking about now. Yeah. The guys are high, and it's... Yeah. Anyway. That After that point, I was in for... Yeah, me too. So... Well, I thought the up to that point, it didn't... It didn't none of the film really dragged for me. Yeah, it, I it, thought, it didn't drag. I was just, like... I wasn't, like, kind of fully I wasn't feeling it for the first, yet. like, half hour, yeah. Well, it, it it well again. I mean, until there's actually like sort of compelling action going on, 
films really don't pull you in, which is why a lot of films like to start off Jump with a in. big, right. you know, boom, gunfight. So where I, what I liked about this film is it takes its time really sort of pulling you in, but it, it doesn't waste that time with just boring exposition shit. Right. And rather than starting off with a flashback, here's the flashback. Right. I think it actually, right. it was sort of jarring how they, they oh, I like the flashback. Oh, my God. I liked oh, yeah. My tummy hurt. I was gasping by accident. <laughs> oh, it was awful. It was I, so good. I really liked the, yeah, there's a, how they incorporate the flashback yeah. is very clever. Oh, Rather than God. saying, you know, Shocking. three it's weeks so earlier. Good. And, and so good. Yeah, or putting it at the beginning of the film and then saying, here's the fallout. You know, no, it's it, yeah. it starts off introducing the characters and oh. showing you what the dynamic between these characters Dear is. Heavens. And that whole scene is brutal. Brutal yeah, is an oh. understatement. Oh, my God. Gosh. I need to stop and watching I, all these movies. <laughs> and I didn't know John Bernthal was in this. Yeah, I didn't either. It's not really advertised. Well, that's so well, that's the thing. It's a, nice it's, it's a relatively short role, but I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the redeeming things about season two of Daredevil uh, as, as the Punisher. Um, I liked him a lot. What was it? He was just, a, oh, uh, Baby Driver. Yeah. Yeah, which again, unfortunately, his role there was kind of small, but, uh, but hopefully we'll pop up more and more mm-hmm. so um but yeah i thought he was good in this i just really like the way was... it looked at people like some people are good people mm-hmm. yeah like that's nice that they actually displayed that for once like mm-hmm. uh, it yeah. was and that's what made it all the more heartbreaking but it was believable too yeah it yeah. almost was really 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 good to me there were just some things i just couldn't like yeah. wasn't working just some of the characters, especially like the mom or his ex-wife. Yeah. What the heck was no? Well, there's there's so little of that. It, I mean, I wasn't crazy about her, but. Well, I think <sighs> it's it sets up some of the backstory that helps explain Jeremy Renner's relationship with Elizabeth Olsen, the the relationship between right. their two characters. No, I get, but. And it it shows how, I mean, this guy is tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's also super nice, and she's kind of mean to him, and he's like, whatever you need is fine. But, like, why is he the, like, I like that good people exist, but why is she not, like, she's kind of mean to him. Well, maybe they, they've had, they had a bad history. Well, we know their history. I get it. But still. Oh, there's one thing, uh, they, the, with the kid, so there's a point where the Renner goes off with his child, and then there's just like, oh, no, this is our day to to hang out but then there's nothing yeah kid disappears after that you never see the payoff for that like oh sorry i've been catching a a rapist (laughs) you know and it's like there's no him going back oh i'm sorry i've had to do all this work Mm -hmm. and i've missed it it's just kind of well i mean the kid the kid is important but he's uh, he's there more as a plot device and not as which i don't respect he should have been in a little more I don't know. It had some more meaning or something. Well, the whole... I don't want to well, give anything away, but, like, he should be caring about his... I mean, who shouldn't be? But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. His child should be very important to him. Yeah. Well, it is. And showing that he's paying attention to his child, to his child, should be very important to him. So that was weird. My sister said that, too. He was there, and then he was gone. Mm-hmm. And she said, I get why he was gone, because he just didn't matter to the story anymore. But, like, those aren't real characters, that. Those aren't real people, then. Right. 
if well, your I mean, kid just vanishes. <laughs> well, he only had the one weekend with him because of the shared custody. So he they only had the one weekend. They going back. Yeah, it's, I, I was expecting a scene where it's like he has to go back and his kid is... Yeah. Which could technically kind of bloat the plot or the story a little, a little bit, but it could have mm. also been kind well, of Well, I mean, the, the other question is how much of showing him with the child, because he obviously loved the child, how much of showing them with the child would have sort of taken away, from again, from the the the, 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 the sort of emotional yeah. uh, context of the film, which is, you know, again, this, this difficult existence. Well, and that's the real life, though. And loss and... You have to bounce. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But if you're if you're trying to convey overwhelmingly this sense of, mm-hmm. you know, I did uh, playing off of that. I did really like the performance of the Native American father. Yeah, I was he just was really I was just good. looking at him. He's he's been in a lot of stuff. He he's plays the literally in everything. Yeah, he's yeah been in I know. Parks and Recreation. He was oh right! He was dad. in Twilight, wasn't he? Was, he? Yes, he was the the chief. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. and he's in, he's he in uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. He's just Gil. A, yeah. I was just looking at his name. He's got a little monopoly going. Oof. Yeah, but he's he's great, and then how he conveys grief. I and... wasn't crazy about him. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh? Why is that? Just that's bit. another thing. I get it that maybe it's supposed to be realistic, but those two parents' reactions to or dealing with grief. Maybe it does, maybe that is, I don't know. Gil Birmingham. Wasn't into either one. Huh. Well, I liked the fathers. I was a a little taken aback by the mothers. And you don't really get a... You get no, that's what I'm saying. Why does the dad get so much time and the mom gets none? The mom's just a crazy lady. Wonderful. It's almost, have you seen uh, Prisoners? Yeah. It's almost like that. You know, where the wife, there's so little of the Mm -hmm. wife and she's just like, this broken mess, and she just sleeps, like, all the time because yeah. she's so... Which I'm not saying is unrealistic Yeah. for someone in that position, but, right. again, it's like you get all the dealing with Hugh Jackman and not her, Yeah. and then same for this. It's like the wife is in two scenes. Why well, couldn't Jeremy Renner have talked to... I mean, come on. No, no, no. That is but, all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a few small... The moms know, fall flat, and that's just not fair. Yeah. Give moms their time. Give moms Taylor. their time, exactly. And I get maybe it's hard for him because he's, you know, obviously I doubt he's ever been a mom. Yeah, well, that's. But uh, still, maybe. get some get some advice. Yeah, that is a good question as to to what extent you know if you if you're a male writing and directing a film and how do you address these roles? Yeah. And generally, I I. It's it's a little weird, but I th- I think he's generally done pretty well with his female leads in these films. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, it doesn't even, it doesn't even cross my mind because it seems like such a, a small component to the films, but you're right, the portrayal is, of the mothers yeah. is, is and not just in take, because there wasn't an issue with mothers in Sicario. Right. But in this one, and I think in a lot of other films, the, the portrayal of mothers, but then again, I mean, there are any number of films out there with stronger portrayals of mothers. I'll have to think about that because none are coming to mind at the moment, but I know there are a lot of pictures out there with Toy Story. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great mother uh, depiction. Mothers sort of overcoming adversity. Yeah. The changeling. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's what—that's a good oh, one. No. We were talking about that. Yeah. She goes in. Ooh. Yeah. Movie was scary. That's an intense movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Is it? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't actually it's, seen that. Oh I mean, God, I watched it. I used to be obsessed with Angelina Jolie, so I watched it like right when it came out. And mm-hmm. I just, like, stood, like, two inches away from my TV just watching it with my mouth open. She's, yeah. I think and, it's her and, best like, I was in, like, sixth grade, and I was just like, oh, my God. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. I think I scared my mom. Mm. Yeah. Which is fair. But mm. anyway. <laughs> anyway. It almost, it almost did it for me. It just had so many little missing bits. Yeah. But mm. Jeremy Renner kind of saved the day. It had a lot of good parts, too, though. That's why I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. And the the one thing, the other thing that that bothered me is is particularly towards the beginning. I think as as, as it went on, there seemed to be sort of less dialogue. And it was more dynamics of interactions between people. But there were a few bits of dialogue earlier in the film that I thought were a little. Uh, I hate using the word clunky. Everybody says clunky. cliched. Cliched. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, towards the beginning of the film, and that sort of took me out of it. But. Um, as the film went on, I think it got better. It um, definitely got... There's a movie where it definitely got better as it went on. Mm-hmm. For better or worse. Usually movies are really, really good to the last 20 minutes, and they start and then they fall falling apart. over yeah. into an abyss. But this one did not do that, so that was good. Well, that's that's what I like, is that the climactic bit wasn't the climactic, but the climactic bit right. was, bam, you have this Dang. big action thing, and then it's done, and you get to see the denouement, and that's what really compelled me, particularly the, the last bit. I can't. I don't take cues. Well. Sorry, sorry. We had a little audio techn- technical issue. We're good though. All good. But um, no, I was just. Uh, I think the the last bit, which is the actual last bit, the ultimate bit. I think it's <laughs> it's really beautiful. The mm-hmm. bit Jeremy Renner and, and Gil Birmingham out at the swing set. Oh yeah. And and again, it it you see his human condition. You see the difficulty for him as a Native American trying to process his grief. Because of, I mean, he, he sort of mentions sort of the loss of their traditions and that yeah. kind of thing. And so it's it's really a remarkable scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really I, beautiful. I scene. love the climax on the mountain. Yeah. Good. That was spectacular as well. Satisfying. Yeah. And, yeah. So... I, think I didn't it, feel satisfied. I think I'm really? just I'm just a messed up person. Uh. I know it was really good. I just didn't feel it. Hmm. I was just... Really? I, I think I was, was just a little, I was too, too salty. Too salty? <laughs> it didn't do it for me. <laughs> I was like, we could make this worse. <laughs> I did like the, the performance of the, during that scene, the 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 other guy. The with really Jeremy southern Reese. guy. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, he was just like, no fun. You got nothing going on. You got all the yeah. snow. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you have no sympathy for him, obviously, yeah, but the, the performances at that point in time is kind of funny. Yeah. So. Well, I think I think that's what the the whole point is. This guy is just the absolute worst, mm-hmm. and he comes up with with the lamest excuses to oh, do the kind of reprehensible things he gross, does. Yeah. And so it's just he's a horrible person, and he's looking for excuses. It's not. It's so the causality is the other way around. He right. was just looking for any, you. You could have put this character into any situation. He would have found some reason right. to do these right. kinds of things. Yeah. And so it's it's you know he he blames the snow. He blames the isolation. He blames no fun. The silence. <laughs> no fun. But that's not that's not that's not what it is. He's just a bad 
person. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So. It was a really good movie. It yeah. was. It was upsetting in yeah. a good way. That's the best part of it was how yeah. upsetting it was. And Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Renner. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other thoughts? Yeah, but I can't remember now, so. Well, thank God. Skip over for me we'll, while you can. We'll come back to it. We're we'll known for bringing up random things at random times, so. Digression. So, yeah. Brayden, what about you? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really strong directorial debut from Taylor Sheridan. Again, you know, so many directors, their first films, uh, the editing is bad, the dialogue is bad, they don't get really excellent performances from their from their cast. Um, and a lot of times they, I think, they sort of choose, you know, low-hanging fruit. They, they want the, the, the soft... Right. The soft pitch, right? Mm-hmm. And so they choose easy films, and this was not an easy film to try to do as, a, as an inaugural sort of attempt at, at directing. And, uh, I mean, all around, I thought, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the best film ever? No. Uh, and as I no. said, there, there are a few things. There are a few things that take me out of it. The shaky cam, some of the bad dialogue, and in a very, very few places. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's most of the dialogue is very taut and moves fairly well. But there are a few places that you, they say something, you kind of go, oh, mm-hmm. oh, the bad dialogue. <laughs> uh, but um, no, I thought it was. I mean, I just give it a solid four out of out of five. Four and a half for me. Yeah. Chloe? I'll bump it to three and a half. Three and a half. All right. But the half is just Jeremy Renner. Yeah. That's all right. We'll take it. <laughs> well, I gave well, Patrick Swayze's really hair a star. And, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. They were both really good. Anything goes. Yeah. All right. Well, with that done, let's move on to our retro review of No Country for Old Men. my favorite movie of all time. And spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a listen to a clip. How much? 69 cent. And the gas. Y'all getting any rain up your way? What way would that be? I seen you was from Dallas. What business is it of yours? Where I'm from? Friendo? I didn't mean nothing by it. Didn't mean nothing. Just passing the time. If you don't want to accept that, I don't know what else I can do for you. Might be something else. I don't know. Will there? <clears throat> Is something wrong? With what? With anything. Is that what you're asking me? Is there something wrong with anything? Will there be anything else? You already asked me that. Well, I need to see about closing now. See about closing? Yes, sir. What time do you close? Now. We close now. Now is not a time. What time do you close? Generally around dark. At dark. You don't know what you're talking about, do you? No Country for Old Men was released in 2007 and uh, is directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen. 
stars Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Kelly MacDonald, Tommy Lee Jones, and Woody Harrelson. And the plot synopsis is violence and mayhem ensue after a hunter stumbles upon a drug deal gone wrong and more than $2 million in cash near the Rio Grande. That's such a misleading. I hate that synopsis. Yeah, that synopsis is garbage. Yeah. Starting it with violence and mayhem. Violence and mayhem is such a minor, minor part of the film. Mm-hmm. It's the long silences. What? And There's the... a lot of violence. I mean, there is violence, but <laughs> it's not like, okay, it's let's, disgusting. let's let's look at something like. It's like the opening bit is like, so gross. Like, you like the, strang- well, the strangulation? Ugh. Like let's uh, let's compare like say a John Wick or an Atomic Blonde, which I haven't seen him. But it's so good. It's it's just that's good shitloads of <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the point. That's like it's dancing. just sh- mm-hmm. shitloads of choreographed action sequences that are long, and it, those are the main points of it. Whereas no no country for old men. It's these very uh, brief snap flash in the pan brutal scenes of violence. But it's the long. Uh, silences in between that I think really make the film. You know who I bet loves this movie? The guy who did Ghost Story. I bet he does. Bet he loves it. The goofball? Why? Because they're both so like pseudo-intellectual like I'm going to tell you how the world actually works and everything's awful and blah blah blah. Everybody's got green hair. (laughs) (laughs) But you know there's there's that scene where... (laughs) Tommy Lee Jones is talking to the oh, sheriff. Oh, yeah. he's talking about all the bones, and, bones yeah. through their noses. Bones through their noses. <laughs> just that's just like the guy in uh, a ghost story. Is it which guy? You know the the guy you hate. Yeah. The oh, guy. that dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, that hipster douche nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know. It, it, this is a a modern classic for me. I'm it is. It is absolutely one hundred percent a modern classic. Chloe, really? You don't like this movie? Freaking hate it. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? I wish they could. It's like Wes Anderson. I think their aesthetic is beautiful. They're great directors. I think their um, choice, you know, what they actually make, though, the writing is just, just no. Really? No. Gracias. I think the writing is one of my favorite parts of their. Yeah. Movies. I got it. I mean, the writing is, is particularly genius. the comedy. Well, maybe I'm not smart enough. Mm. I think uh, No Country for Old Men is great, but my for my money, my favorite film of theirs is still Barton Fink. Mm. And what makes that so good is the writing, because it's just it's so John Turturro and watching that's, him and John a, Goodman. It's so brother worth though for me is one of my favorite. Uh, it's, that's really good. <laughs> Chloe is hating herself, and she just hit her head. <laughs> I, just hit a, I just hit my head on my crutches. <laughs> How sad is that? Yeah. But yeah, not a big Coen Brothers fan, are you? No, <sighs> no, and I hate this movie. I like their direction. I think it's really well. Sh- I like. I think it's beautiful. Everything, blah blah. blah. Uh-huh. But that loses its importance when the subject matter so inane, inane, <laughs> inane. Chloe's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Chloe's battle cry. Inane. <laughs> No, thank you. What is the point of putting this out in the world? Tell me the point of this it's movie. A cat, it's a thrilling right cat and mouse chase. Yeah. It's not. It is. It's, it's a not thrilling because you don't. The only person you really feel for is Tommy Lee Jones, who's not even a part of anything, and that's the whole point of the movie. 
dumb. Am I? No, oh no. I, 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 I thought just... Henry was turning down my volume because I was yelling so much. Here, uh, try, if you don't hear from Chloe, don't worry. We're mixing her out of this. But the, actually, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily like super invested in Josh Brolin, but I'm in, yeah, invested he's a in his. Jerk. I'm invested he in is his. A jerk. He's a jerk like everyone else. No. But I'm, I'm invested in, in his story. Why? Still. Just, it's a, it's no, compelling. It's and, compelling. And Brolin is awesome. I mean, here, I here like he is, was, just this, 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 this. OMG, I just realized I played the same character in Men in Black. But anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, his <laughs> character is just sort of this podunk nobody who stumbles across $2 million after this gunfight in the desert. And then somehow this weirdo psychopath hitman. He can't get some agua for the man who's dying. He, he does. He does, man. He goes he back. Can't. He feels bad about it. He gets a big jug and of then agua. And then he's fucked. And then, yeah, he's totally screwed. He's <laughs> like, that's what gets... That's what, that's what happens to you. Bad message to the world. Don't don't take agua to cartel members <laughs> in the desert. I mean, Kids, if you're listening, don't take agua to the cartel. Bad <laughs> message that's, that's to people. Moral... But that's what I mean. Well, no, I th- yeah, he... He can't take the agua. He'll get in trouble. That's the wrong message to be sending out to the world. Well, I think that's the whole point What's of the this. Point is of the there movie? is, there is no point to the movie. Exactly. That's that's useless. the point of the movie. Is there useless. is no point. Useless. Not useless. No. Oh it's, God! It's like all that. M- it, there are, are plenty of pointless movies out there, but I would say this one feels justified. This it's, one, I mean, it's, it just tells such an amazing story. Yeah, and I it's mean, this, sometimes films... There are great performances, it looks beautiful, it's great action, and the violence is very effective, and it's just a awesome little kind of cat-and-mouth shape. Sometimes film is just there to tell stories, not to tell a story with a point or a moral or something like that. Like well, when I think, want to hear it. I think a lot of these films have done a spectacular job of, of doing that. Don't like waste recently, my we've, you know... Detroit, Wind River, there's always some sort of underlying I'm message. I'm not saying it has to be like the be all end all, like a more, you know, like raises you up a level as far as your world knowledge and everything. Yeah. But goodness, something. But I mean, something. Well, you watch these films and you can appreciate how it's well crafted, well acted, yes. well edited, and, and uh, how. For not. For not. <laughs> it's not for not. I mean, it's, haven't you heard that? I mean, it's a term art for art's sake, and there there are some instances where that's you know. Because it's really not pretentious. It's so. No. Overly, are you joking me? No. Are you it's, kidding it, me? It's incredibly that simple. Coin BS is not pretentious to you. No, you have to choose. Oh, I don't I have love, to choose that's, anything. That's my, You're the one who put this coin in front of my face. I'm not going to do a thing. That's my favorite scene in the Idiot. movie. Idiot. <laughs> oh, I hate it. So call, stupid. Call well, I think I think if anything, that's the point of the, the whole the randomness, just the utter. Because I mean, you have this battle of wits between Luella Moss and Anton Chigurh, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens to this battle of wits between the two of them? It's not resolved. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's what the Coen Brothers do. It's like well, it's a circle. Circle, pretty much, is what happens. I mean, what? How does it end? Llewellyn Moss somehow gets yeah. hunted down by these these moron cartel guys in their pickup truck, and they just shoot the shit out of his hotel room yeah. and haul ass out of there. And that's that's it. So this grand battle of wits between, you know, this this down on his luck, hard scrabble cowboy, ultra cowboy type, and this psychopath genius weirdo. 
it comes to that. <laughs> there is no resolution to it. Oh, add to the uh, Hugh Jackman chappy haircut list. Oh, yeah, uh, Anton oh, Chigurh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is actually really funny. So I was passing. I was on Netflix earlier, and the the synopsis for <laughs> No Country for Old Men is it's something like at the first sentence is someone comes across some money and has to run for it, and then the next line is. But a man with a bad haircut thinks otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just feel like the Coens paid Netflix so they could have... Netflix has hilarious little things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's on occasion. They it feels very Coen really Brothersy. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do on all these... I mean, they have just weird little things in their film. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, Bar- what was it, Barton Fink? He gets bitten on the forehead by a mosquito or something like that, Some, John yeah. Turturro's character. And I so he so. spends a part, a good part of the film with this huge whelp on his forehead. <laughs> it's just weird stuff like that. But yeah, yeah but, Anton Chigurh and his weird haircut. Yeah, post, Post-disco, pre-Reagan era. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, actually, in terms of a point, I do feel like it's called No Country for Old Men. I feel like one Tommy point is... Tommy Lee Jones, he's doesn't... Yeah, I know. It's like... He's from the old Westerns. Uh, it's not hard to figure out. Tommy Lee Jones is from the old Westerns where there's good and evil and good winds. And yeah, blah, and the blah, world blah. is now much no more ambiguous. No him and he can't blah, blah, whatever. You don't got know who's these good. kids with the green hair and the, yeah, and the bones the, in their nose. Yeah. Punks, man. It's no. no Country for Old Men. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I do find the movie. One thing the Coen Brothers are great at is injecting humor into anything. Mm-hmm. They can make any dark, sad, horrifying scene have comedy in it, and not many other people can do that. I don't. I mean, do they really do that with No Country for Old? I think so. It's like, what? Which scenes in particular are you thinking of? Well, I mean, there's even a scene like where he's uh shoots the guys in the office and the guy's like well are you gonna kill me and then the guy says do you know do you see me yeah (laughs) and it's just like and even just in terms of the performance it's like Mm -hmm. or when uh the in the coins the uh coin toss scene where it looks like he's about to kill him he's like oh no don't put that with the rest of the other coins even though it is you know it's just like little stuff like that that's I'm not saying it's laugh out loud. That's funny. pretentious. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. It's okay. Can't. Doors have been opened. Truth <laughs> revealed. <laughs> Truth is such a subjective thing. Yeah. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> is that too pretentious for you? <laughs> hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's I. Oh yeah, I love the performances. Looks at Roger Deakins' cinematography is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean, the, the, the shots of it. I mean, particularly early in the film, beautiful. When he stumbles across the uh, the cartel shootout, mm-hmm. and then later when he returns to that scene and the light and the use of light and the yeah. truck is. Ch- I mean, it's it's so gorgeous just watching. Mm-hmm. That. I can't wait to see Blade Runner twenty forty nine because <laughs> he's. Oh, he's doing the yeah. cinematography for that? It's going to be good. It's going to look good. I'm still... I don't know. <laughs> I'm still... <laughs> I'm still torn. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, just see it, Brayden, and then you'll figure yeah, it we'll out. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Brayden, do we'll it. help you through And then it. we'll have a conversation about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come back next Thursday, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, oy, oy, oy. 
I mean, everything is lined up for it to be brilliant, and so, mm -hmm. but somehow I'm still just kind of going, oh, no. Mm -hmm. That's fair. It's a big shoes to fill. Yeah, well, I just don't know if it'll live up to my expectations because I love the, the original director's cut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> they expect it now. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, um, No Country for Old Men. I mean, it's yeah, one of my favorites of the Cullens. So. Cinematography. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites by then as well. It's it's up there top three definitely. Probably me too. <laughs> and you hate it. What is wrong? You what's your very... What's your least favorite? Cullen Brothers movie. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I kind of have to say, what, oh shoot, what's it called? Hail Caesar? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Hail Caesar. Yeah, Probably yeah, Hail Caesar. I, I wasn't too keen, I mean, it wasn't bad, I mean, it was certainly, certainly better than most of the schlock put out by Hollywood these days, but it wasn't, I guess, it wasn't up to the Coen brothers, but then again, I guess it was intended to be just sort of lighthearted fun. Mm -hmm. Which I loved. Uh, yeah. Which everybody's like entitled to do that. you're expecting rain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody's entitled to, 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 to do that. I mean, particularly the Coen brothers, because they do have some very, very quirky, clever humor. Um, yeah, that's probably down there on my list, though. But, I mean, if, if, if saying is Hail Caesar is, like, my least favorite film they've ever done, that's still... I mean, they're, if you look at their entire oeuvre of works, oh, Hail Caesar's the worst thing they've ever done. Well, that's just remarkable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Bay would never, <laughs> yeah. in a million years, he'd have to sell multiple souls <laughs> to the devil in order to have Get that kind of... Dresses. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -mm. What's well, too bad, Chloe? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having you talk about all these <laughs> movies that are just not good. So. <laughs> well, if we do a Harry, Harry Potter... Yeah. We'll yeah. Do a Harry Potter yeah. special. Yeah. That, I'd be down. Would you be down no, for that? No, I call? like a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, oh, I, I know. really do. I know. I like a lot of, like, actual movies. <laughs> Not just Harry Potter movies. <laughs> of everything that we've we've covered so far, what's actually been the, your favorite? For some reason, a movie we haven't talked about popped <laughs> I was going to be like, Demolition. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> I like Demolition. It's we didn't cool... talk about that at all. What is Demolition? It's, a, um, it's by the guy who directed Wild and Dallas Buyers Club. It and says, oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. And he's this, this businessman who... Uh, it's a his, grief movie again. His, his, wife oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his wife is killed. And it's all about him trying to figure out how, how to deal with grief. Let me think. And a lot of that is him smashing things. What have we talked cool. about? What have we talked about? Like Detroit, Dunkirk. Uh -huh. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Is that it? Ghost Story. It. <laughs> you didn't Dark like Tower. Ghost Story, I remember. Dark Tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably, like, I don't know. I'll get back to you. All right. Okay. Probably a retro one. Yeah. High Noon. <laughs> <laughs> point Break. <laughs> yeah, Point Break. God damn. No, Logan Lucky. Oh, cool. Best one so far. That's a good film. Good one. I was just quoting it a bunch this morning at breakfast. <laughs> Low up. sodium. Yeah. Low sodium. Who thinks of that? rated. No bacon. <laughs> um, okay, that's the last one. Is it this one? 
Uh, all right, Brady, uh, any other thoughts about uh, No Country? Or Chloe? Any other things you want to say? Get out of the I want to like it. I wish they just... I like their visions. Like stylist Again, like Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. I just cannot deal with the stories. Hmm. I, I don't know. I like... I mean, sometimes I like that. I like a departure. How did you where... feel after you watched it? Amazed. Amazed? Yeah. At what? Yeah. Everything. It was an incredible experience to watch. It was thrilling. It was beautiful and violent and shocking. And... Yeah. I mean, I don't need... I don't need a point for the story. The story... Well, a lot either, of times... I feel like it wanted you to... I feel like it wanted to really, like, blow your mind. That's my thing. Like, so, so much stuff was so obvious. Like... The two, like when he's walking down the thing and he sees the three guys and he's all bloody and he's like, I'll give you $100 for your jacket, whatever, right? And one of them's nice and the other two are bad. And it's just so, like, black and white. So is Detroit. Was that a bad pun? <laughs> I'm still no. trying to make up my mind on that, whether that was a bad pun or not. <laughs> Why is that? I'm not getting it. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Explain it. You said Detroit black and white. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. No. No, 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 it wasn't. No, no, no. It wasn't, no. (laughs) I just don't like the existentialist stuff. Like the Truman Show, I feel like, is a good example of... Well, existentialism Logan, or nihilism or something and this is like ugh. Well, Logan Lucky there's really no point in that yeah but at least you cared about the characters for goodness sake and they had more to them than just money like they wanted the money for a reason they had morals they had an interesting relationship with one another blah 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 that's all okay I'm trying to think who's Tommy Lee Jones roommates with it was Al Gore interested. Al Gore that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's Harvard. pretty. That's neat. Harvard, yeah. Together, Harvard, yeah. Roomies. Neato. Neato mosquito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I really upset you guys. I mean, you're okay. sad. No. <laughs> no. 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 That's okay. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's wrong. First the frappuccino lady. Now this. Now this. You're letting him down, Horrible Chloe. week. Horrible week. You're letting him down, Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing we know, you're going to be asking for hot, half frappuccinos. Well, hot frappuccinos. sounds good. Hot, they will come. I don't know what a frappuccino is, so I can't really. Let's not get into it. No. <laughs> it's just. A... Let's just say that, that you can't make a hot one. Frappuccinos are, by definition, frozen. Frozen cold Frozen drinks. cappuccinos? No, it's like, it's, like a, it's like a milkshake. Yeah, it's like a... Ooh. It's like I a, mean, they're... Why like, would you want a hot milkshake? That's gross. I know. Yeah, exactly, right? It's so Stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get real. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, but no, uh, old, old Country for Old Men, I think, is brilliant. It's a, old something Country for Old Men? No, no Country for Old Men. <laughs> old Country for No Men. No Country for Nobody Nowhere. <laughs> But also maybe just because I'm a romantic. Like, I like the good... I believe the good in the good guy. That's all right. There are many a good people in this world. Well, that's why I like these films where there's no clear-cut good guy. Well, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones, I guess, to an extent, but he's not... 
was useless. He's 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 more a lawman than he is, I guess. I mean, he does this because it's his job, and there's that expectation that you know you do your job well, and it's not really that he's. Oh, all this drug running is terrible, and they never, they never. It's there's no exposition at any point where you know all these drugs are killing our country. Which is and probably it's why just, I couldn't get behind it. What the heck? Well, I think that's the the whole point to it is is is. There's not, it's not really a moral tale in that you know, do this and lead a virtuous life. It's it's sort of. It's con- it's a mess. It's complicated. It's mm. random, and that's largely what life is. Is it's not any easier clear cut decision. Well, do you think and, the characters were round? Like well rounded. Like real, like flat versus round. Like, do you think they were fully developed real characters? I, I would say, no. But mm. that's not not overly so. But I think Tommy Lee Jones was an there. He and Roland are enough of a character that. That's I mean that's not what the Coen brothers do though is is make well-rounded characters. Like I I honestly can't think of any of the characters in any of their films that are like multi-dimensional complex. Um, I'm not saying they have to be overly complex. Like you know I'm not you know but they can be. Well, Lewin Davis, right? Uh, yeah. He was just he was just awful. Mm-hmm. But he's still a very compelling character, even though he's essentially just one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. He's still a very compelling. I just character. can't. I just cannot. I like that. I like the line that Tommy Lee Jones says, where he's like looking for a man who's recently drunk milk. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. I mean, some of the stuff they do like that at Coen Brothers, it's great. But, oh, we just um, missed him. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's the last one. Um. Well, did you, did you see the master? Yep. What did you, you think hate, of that? You hate it, though. You hated it, I right? hated it. Exactly. Uh, I knew it. Brilliant film. Yeah. And again, <laughs> everybody, everybody in that. I'm not. I'm not a Paul Thomas fan. Like one of the a few films I ever walked out of was Magnolia. I thought Magnolia was atrociously bad. I like it. I I I don't know why, hmm. but but I I just I I did something about it. Just I mean, because the cast was amazing. Julianne Moore, Paul Thomas Anderson, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. But it just something about it just kind of sat with me wrong. But the master I thought was brilliant, and there was no point to that, and everybody in it was just awful. Maybe I'm just too romantic. Yeah, maybe so. Pure-hearted. Yeah, could <laughs> be. That's all right. You're young and naive. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Scandal is here. I'm not. Words are being thrown across the really? table. <laughs> I'm not naive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not naive. Not, uh, I almost called called you. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> well. All right, well, let's move on. I don't on. like PTA. Yeah, I don't like Paul Thomas Anderson either. Oh, I, I what is, love what PTA. List his movies and I'll say yes or no. Because I'm like, Inherent Vice, The Master, There Will Will Be Be Blood, Blood, Magnolia, Punch Drunk Love, Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love. Really, the only two I like Punch Drunk Drug. Punch Drunk (laughs) Punch Drunk (laughs) Drug. Punch Drunk (laughs) Drug. Punch Drunk Drug. Punch Drunk Drug. Enough. And I liked. uh, Inherent Vice is my favorite. Inherent Vice. The only two by him that I've really liked were The Master, which I thought was brilliant, and Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. 
There will be blood. Oh, I love, I love it. There were some good bits, but again, Daniel Day Lewis, I just find him. I don't know something about him just 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 turns me off to. Hmm. And uh, inherent vice, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. They were making. Oh, well, I think it's. It's mainly the point. I think it's so ridiculous right. that it's so overly complicated that it's. Like you're, the you're just, only way to understand that would be to yeah. drop acid yourself Yoy. and then go in and watch. Well, it. I mean, it's pretty much like it, you. I know. I, I kind of thought that on the first time, and it kind of aggravated me. But after the times I've seen it since, it's really just you watch it and you just experience what the characters are going through, and you just the plot is so overly complicated and ridiculous that there's yeah. no real way to follow it for the most part. So and you so don't even bother. No, it's you just. It's just. I mean, it's you just You're go through this. for the ride. Yeah, you just go through this kind of strange world with Joaquin Phoenix, who's yeah. high all the time, and it's just this very surreal ride and i it's one of my favorite movies actually actually i love it really i love it yeah really. <laughs> i love. I it. didn't hate it but i was i was kind of indifferent to it i mean it had some really funny bits and then it had some really what the hell bits mm-hmm. i mean it's definitely not for everybody i I'll, yeah I'll i'd rather watch that. i'd rather watch like leaving las vegas is that the one with johnny depp which one's with johnny depp i'd rather watch that one you know what I'm talking about? Uh, 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 Fear and Loathing? Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A bit different than Leaving Las Vegas. A little bit. Yeah, a little, a little different. bit. Little yeah, bit. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. There you go. All right, Brayden, or uh, everybody, what's... Quick <laughs> 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 break it, Chloe, for the discussion. What's the... What you going to rate out of five? It's a big five for me. It's big a big five for big me five. as well. Chloe? I give it a one and a half. Oh, for God. the for the for the cinematography, it gets brutal. Not even a half a star to give it a nice round two for for Javier Bardem's hair. <laughs> That's not where the half comes from in the first place. Oh, mystery. Did you know Josh Berlin? He broke his like collarbone or something two days after getting the role. He's like, dang it, now I can't do the movie. I'm really looking forward to it. But as you know, he's got that going on most of the time anyway. So it works out pretty well. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Did, uh, was he the one that got was uh, filmed at a like a McDonald's or something drunk, like yelling at a, someone in a drive-through? <gasps> oh no! Come on, Josh. I don't know. That's what happens I haven't heard when about... nepotism plays a role in your fame. You go crazy. Um, so, uh, all right, well. We can move on from that. Um, the the next thing, um, I liked the wife. Her accent was good. Oh, she's she's really Donald, good. Donald, yeah. yeah, she's really she's good. She's the brave girl. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's she's not in it enough. I liked her a lot. She's not in it nearly enough. It was. Yeah, just, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> trailers, trailers, trailers. But um. No, she wasn't in it enough. I wish she'd been in it more. Uh, the relationship between her and Llewellyn was quite funny. Yeah. Again, the wives. Nobody cares about the wives. Yeah. Well, that's that's the problem. Is is she's written very one dimensionally, but then again, multi dimensionality is not really Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. Big. So it's taking these these characters that I guess are sort of archetypes and placing them into a strange situation and seeing how they play out. Yeah. So. 
Josh Brolin late night footage <laughs> of Pat Driver in Del Taco drive through Oh, look at that dude's door. What the heck? This is 11 why we, minutes? Why are we watching this? Oh, it's a minute and 15 seconds. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, hopefully they're not so <laughs> Oh, that's him? <laughs> <laughs> How drunk was he? I think pretty drunk. Was he driving? Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hit someone's car on the. Asshole. Yeah, you know what? You're a fucking asshole. You know why? Because you look at that and there's a bunch of scratches and you continue to this. You know why? Uh -huh. Well, now I'm really glad I don't like this movie because he's a jerk. He's got some issues. <laughs> he's yeah. just yelling at everyone because he hit somebody's car. He can afford to pay for the person's scratches. Yeah. Well, when you're drunk. But also, don't drive. Dr There's a lot a of things. Well, I think she should too. There's a, a lot of drunk. It's a nice video. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be at the drive-through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just in general, don't go to the drive through Don't go to drive throughs anyway. That's a bad idea. Um, oh, so the, so we can get on to a little bit of news. So first thing is, the James. have you all read about James Cameron? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. You haven't? What, what he said about James Cameron. What he said about women was a step backwards for feminism. He called, yeah, spoke out directly saying. Like he's one to talk. Yeah, no. Well, this is the thing. So said um it's a step backwards for yeah like sh like she said and uh, this isn't the exact quote but he said linda hamilton who is the uh protagonist in uh terminator was not a beauty icon so that what what makes her a yeah proper feminist character if you're pretty you can't you know it's unfeminist what does that have pretty. to do with anything i mean see exactly. that's the thing is everybody sort of well, I don't know if everybody, but it seems as though for quite some time, uh, Terminator 2 was lauded as being this this big feminist. It, it, I don't see what's feminist about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, you've got Linda Hamilton, and she's all buff and everything. But, I mean, you know, I again, I would think that Taylor Sheridan's films oh, are yeah. more feminist. Wholeheartedly agree. Than, than that, because it's like... Yeah, I'm gonna take this this uh, sort of not conventionally attractive woman, and I'm gonna make her ripped, and I'm gonna have her doing chin ups, and then mm -hmm. she <laughs> runs around with a shotgun. I mean, you know, putting women into action roles as as like action stars—that's not. That doesn't necessarily make a feminist film. Yeah, mm -hmm. it just makes a That's super masculine. Well, uh, this is the so Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman replied on Twitter like a you know a few days ago and she gave an awesome response and I I have it here so it's a little it's a, more than a sentence so stay focused here <laughs> so, uh, so James Cameron's inability to understand what Wonder Woman is or stands for to women all over the world is unsurprising as though he is a great filmmaker he is not a woman strong women are great his praise of my film monster and our portrayal of a strong yet damaged woman was so appreciated. But if women have to always be hard, tough, and troubled to be strong, and we aren't free to be multidimensional or celebrate an icon of women everywhere because she's attractive and loving, then we haven't come very far, have we? I believe 
women can and should be everything, just like male lead characters should be. There's no right and wrong kind of powerful woman, and the massive female audience who made the film a hit it is can surely choose and judge their own icons of progress. Yes. Yeah. Do like, it. That's the way that's to the that's point. the way to say it. That's like what I was saying about uh what happened to Monday. If you recall. Hmm. Oh yeah. Hmm. Still hating on that movie. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. But it's Yes, Patrick. I mean James Cameron is just known for being kind of a dick. That was very yeah. eloquent. So he I'm kind of is. I'm completely on the side of I mean, he Jenkins. goes from he goes from <clears throat> from Linda Hamilton to sexy blue cat people. <laughs> <laughs> you love those blue yeah. cat people. <laughs> you know, I, he did some other stuff in between. There was, what, the one about the boat? <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Titanic? Yeah. Right, that one. That, one. that old one. Yeah. So noth- absolutely nothing the, feminist about that movie. Because one, one yeah. thing against him also is he basically writes and directs his movies and characters in cliches. Yeah. I mean, now sometimes that can be a good thing and be enjoyable but in terms of him being a p- progressive filmmaker with strong female characters i don't no. know what if i would agree with that no i don't agree with that in the slightest mm-hmm. just because you've got like a super tough ultra masculine role and you yeah. put a woman in it doesn't make it feminist mm-hmm. there's nothing i mean that's it, it might be, you could might argue it's feminist in the fact that women can be tough, <clears throat> but saying that women have yeah, to be this have way. To be, be taken seriously. To be feminist. Which is, is one thing I respect about Wind River, too. It was realistic, and it's mm-hmm. like the women fought hard to, you know, mm-hmm. free themselves and, you know, be powerful and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just not always, they're not always going to be. Yeah. Super masculine. Yeah, no, like, they don't have to be super masculine. Kind of an interesting discussion that I've kind of followed, but in dealing with the girl with the dragon tattoo and Elizabeth Slander, mm-hmm. so it's she's such a. It's amazing how uh, kind of internationally known that character is and beloved, but she's not. Even though she's a strong character, she's not necessarily a feminist character either. She's no. she's just kind of. I mean, I guess that's what makes her so good and interesting is that she's just very strong very fascinating but she's not necessarily pointing one way or the other you know well i guess i guess that's the whole point to it is is that to be feminist you're not feminist you don't push you're not trying to push an agenda you simply are right Mm -hmm. and women there's a whole spectrum of women as there is a whole spectrum of men as there is a whole spectrum of types of people uh, within every race, creed, color, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't push an agenda, I guess, in this sense, you don't push an agenda by pushing an agenda. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. It, uh, it's just, it's por- portray people as they are. It's like, why it's pointless to be rude about Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. If, she's, if she makes, like, little, like, I know, little, it sounds odd, but, like, one of my friends... Guy from my soccer team, Connor. Daughter. No, he's a grown man. Ah. His name is Daniel. He really, he's a really likes me. Not that Daniel. <laughs> not you. Not, not, not Danny. Not Danny. Not tinfoil. Not tinfoil hat. Is, curry Danny. No, this Danny is too. Daniel number one. Yeah, exactly. Well, unless you count Daniel Radcliffe as Daniel number uh, one, Daniel, but that Daniel, might be kind of unfair. Uh, Daniel three. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is Daniel. Too many Daniels. Two. Yeah. yeah, I know. 
Daniel too. He's a he's a he's a big one. Okay. But his daughter Mabel, <laughs> she like loves Wonder Woman, and she's a very feminist little girl and everything. She's very into it, and why not? Just like you're allowed to be. I look up to my mom. My mom was yeah. was like a model and stuff. That's I mean, not bad. No, I mean that's. I mean, yeah, watching Wonder Woman was very inspiring. And sure, you could take that character and make it very exploitive, but it's, I mean, it was very inspiring watching what Wonder Woman was doing in that film. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, for both men and women, I would think it's a very progressive, uh, strong character. Yeah. Also, it's yeah. rude to look at the movie or to say whether it's feminist or not based on that sole character. Like Chris Pine's character was pretty feminist. Well, I mean, having, yeah. having one very defined preconceived notion of what feminism is yeah is i mean that's that's ridiculous he's and, a creepster no one yeah, likes james I mean, cameron that's, that's he he cursed out yeah like we were talking about last week he cursed out josh brolin for well not, apparently josh brolin maybe needed it maybe yeah true it. true but yeah i'm i mean there a few james cameron movies i like but per, personally not, not uh not a fan Nope, me neither. So I, you know, I, I enjoy Terminator 2. I like Aliens. And I like Aliens. But, you know, Titanic, I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. You I haven't seen it? See it? First time I saw it ever was in theaters when they brought it back. No, obviously not the first time. Oh, the... Oh, the I'm the, not Benjamin Button. The when re- they brought it back release. a few years ago, yeah. yeah. I never totally, did it totally Benjamin yeah. Button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry nothing. Oh yeah. I mean, it's no waterworks. <sighs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's only and Brandon, you should check it out. It's only three hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's useless. I'll just catch on a lark sometime and. Yeah. I don't understand it. why it's such a big deal. I, I don't either. It's like the highest. It was the highest grossing. But why? But it's just right place, right time. Honestly. I guess. It's people a... just really wanted some romantic schlock. Yeah. I guess. Like. I don't know why. And it was. I'm guessing it was also one of the first big spectacle movies like that. So yeah, what you talking about? I mean, not like one of the first, but one of the ones that you. Used... No, all the old movies are like that. But I mean, in, like, I'd say Titanic kind of brought it to an, uh, a different level in, in a way. I don't. I don't like the movie that much, but I'm just saying uh, a possible reason why mm-hmm. pe- why some people were interested. Mm-hmm. Like one of the reasons why Avatar did so well is because that's it was true. One of the first I thought I was three. It's like three D crazy, you know. Oh, everyone blue, yeah. and I like Avatar, but I, I. Why do you like Avatar? It's entertaining. What is there? To, I like Zoe Saldana. This is the disconnect. Yeah, I like her too. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, I mean, it's not amazing. I, I just, I. Whatever happened too. to Sam Worthington? What happened? I don't to know. Him? I'm sad about Where'd that. Where'd he go? He was in Man on the Ledge, right? Yeah. Didn't see that. Maybe that's where he went. Nobody saw his movies. <laughs> he just jumped. Where <laughs> I mean, is he was. He? he was in some. Big things for a while there. He was in that movie with Keira Knightley and them. Well, he was in. Well, they all uh, cheated on each other. Terminator Salvation. Was he? Right. Mm-hmm. And he was in this garbage movie called Sabotage. Yeah, he was in that. I've never. Uh, seen that. There was another film, that. something about demons and angels that he was in. What was that? Angels and demons. The Tom. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, he played some angel. I can't remember what it was called. Anyhow. Yeah, no, who's in a new TV show about being an angel? Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
falling into a little cute comedy. I'm so in. Huh. I haven't heard of that. But, um, I just, you know, Avatar was poop. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw it and I screwed up the times and ended up having to go pay for a 3D one, which I don't like 3D films anyway. I don't either. I don't either. But... I really regretted. Mm -hmm. I I ended up having to pay twelve dollars to see a matinee, and I really regretted that. (laughs) Really regretted. Still regretting those twelve (laughs) dollars spent. Well, because they, you know, it was like eight dollars for the ticket for the cost of admission, and then they give you the ludicrous surcharge for the three D glasses. Do you get to keep the glasses? Nope. (gasps) You had to put them back into a little recycling thing, and then they took them somewhere and sterilized them, and you hope gave them back out to people. So, um... You get to keep the Harry Potter ones, because they look like Harry Potter, Harry Potter's glasses. Do they have a little piece of tape on, on the bridge? Uh, his glasses were broken for, like, five minutes. Those are the five minutes. Well, the fixed, the fixed glasses are boring. Everybody wants their broken glasses. They're Why? more quaint. They're more quaint. No, Plus, no, we no. don't really know magic to fix them. Magic's... Reparo. All she Duh. says is Rapero. All right. Well, if I were to break my glasses right here, right now, would you be able to fix them with that word? I didn't bring my wand. So, no. Fuck. Likely, <laughs> unlikely excuse. Unlikely excuse. Unlikely <laughs> story. Did you see the new... I'm just... This is, I'm so sorry. It's just going to okay. have a... Do you see the new Daniel Radcliffe trailer where he's a... Jungle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jungle. Oh, oh yeah. Survivor movie. It's just Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. So it's as like, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Starring Daniel Radcliffe with Daniel Radcliffe. And introducing Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I love Brain. How you just keep... <laughs> yeah. There's a point Let's where you were like, oh, that's so funny, Brain. what Brain's saying. Just <laughs> keep, keep going. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. It looks good. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I'll have to go look right there. <laughs> you don't have to. I'll just, you already I'll know just go to synopsis. YouTube and put in Daniel Radcliffe. And yeah, you'll probably find it. It'll probably be there. Probably so. pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, well. Uh, oh, and we should note, uh, Toby Hooper passed away. Yeah, that's Director of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Oh, I was a, like, who dat? A bunch oh, of yeah. those 70s, 80s horror uh, he did, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Poltergeist, he did Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. I'm trying I've to remember. I've never uh, seen any of those. You haven't seen Tex- Texas Chainsaw? Oh, you should see that. I haven't seen that in a long time. It is. It's brutal. It is. Man, that is a mind fucking. It's animal. agonizing, yeah. But it's Ugh, incredible. But I should totally see it. I'm very <laughs> <You'll love> delicate. <laughs> I can't I deal with that yeah. stuff. I know. Well, get, your, get, get a teddy bear me. and some warm milk. And make I'm sure it's nice and intolerant. Brayden. Get a some. St- I didn't say which type of milk. I didn't say go get dairy milk. Almond, almond, soy. You know. Uh, Teddy bear. I don't know. I've only You're, had one stuffed animal. Daniel Radcliffe plushie. Do they make those? I don't probably know. They so. probably do. You can you, find one, maybe. You could do that. Maybe. I don't want to push thing. it. Maybe really in Japan. Do hand-stitch Daniel Radcliffe plushies. It'd be huge. I do. At at where I work, we make little dolls like they're ugly dolls. You know, ugly dolls. So I could do it. I could. Yeah. Why not? 
I could make a little Daniel Radcliffe doll. That'd be cute. I call it a Harry Potter doll just because I don't want to get oh, too confused. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure, sure. Less weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're Harry. There are copyright issues with saying it's a Harry Potter doll. I'm not selling you said it. it's a Daniel Radcliffe oh, doll. <laughs> Daniel Rad. I don't think Daniel Radcliffe copyrighted himself. You should dare. You should copyright Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> and I then you should. can get then you can get money from Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. I don't want his money. I just want you know. Have some tea or something. Mm-hmm. Chat, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be cool, yeah. We kind of did that. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. Now, that would be an interesting movie, actually. Chloe tea? meets Daniel Radcliffe? Tea? No, you remember how when the, the internet first started and everybody started putting up web pages, the big thing was to go out and buy domain names. Yeah, my... And so if anybody wanted to start a domain, they had to purchase the name for that. My dad was very into that game. Well, what if what if people started doing that with names and like started copywriting names? Hmm. Just what an interesting dystopian future type film. <laughs> if I see if I see a treatment for that in the next few years, <laughs> I'm gonna get an attorney and I'm going after you. The film months are coming for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll hit you with my crutches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the last thing uh, that I, Brain, you had brought it up. I had completely forgotten about it, but. We had the, this past weekend was the lowest box office uh, weekend in 16 years. What? Yeah. yeah. It was like no a, way. Yeah. The top oh film God. was Hitman's Bodyguard at yeah. like 10.2 million or something yeah. like that. And so, is Hollywood fucked? I mean, I've been saying that for a while, but. I don't. I mean, all, all the movies no. out right now are not very it's good. back to school. Yeah, all the films out right now are well, no, not besides all the films. Besides any movies. A lot of the, most of the big budget films out right now are utter garbage. <laughs> I am, I am, I'm not pulling my punches. Uh-huh. Utter <laughs> fucking garbage. They're horrible. Like, if you look at what's out right now, Hitman's Bodyguard, blech, and yeah. that was the biggest gross thing in the week. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, it pains it? me. To, it pains me to say that because I like Ryan Reynolds. I love oh, I Ryan. hate Ryan. Reynolds. I'm not crazy. I about love him. Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson's been wearing on me the last few years. Yeah, right. he's just thing. doing the same, same thing, thing over and over. This, this snarky, yeah, quippy, like essentially just being Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson, and it's just so exactly. annoying. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Besides Django Unchained, yeah, and then I think there's one other. Just well, he's in like I wasn't a big big fan of. Yeah, I did not like him in that. What was it? Black Snake Moan. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I quite liked him in that. Long Snake. The one that he did, Christina Ricci, where she's a meth head, and he's a an old blues guitarist, and then he sort of <laughs> takes control of her and helps her detox. You don't, you've never seen that? I don't think so. It's a messed I mean, there up are, film, but he's quite good in it. I mean, there are some performances I like of his, but over the last few, few years... Same thing. And, and he's in like 10 things a year. He's like The Rock or Kevin Hart. It's just constant, constant, constant. Ugh. You don't like it? What's with all these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane? Come on. Those snakes? Yeah, but not for a decade. Not for a century. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of like the last like five years, let's say. Five, six years, it's just... He's never going to get that Oscar at this rate. (sighs) He should just stick working with Tarantino and not do anything else. Yeah. What has he done with Tarantino? He did... Basically... Basically everything. He did Django. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Oh, and Hay- the Hateful Eight was the other one. Did he do Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like the... 
He was definitely that is in a that tasty movie. burger. Yeah. Oh right, <laughs> with his Jerry Curl and the yeah. whole thing. Did you right. see yeah, those? Okay. Some really really Irish people, like they had a very distinctive accent. Redubbed the whole movie with that accent. No. no. I might have to check that out. That sounds peculiar. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> to it's, say the least, it's quite peculiar. Huh. But yeah, it's so it's. Surprising that sixteen year low, like one yeah, or two years, that's well, fine. But that's crazy. Sixteen, 16 years, years, that's a lot. I think. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it is the the films on offer right now, and it's a shame, that more people aren't turning out for for really spectacular films like Wind River and Logan Lucky. Yeah. And there are a few other films out there. You know, indie films. People go watch them. Yeah, like we have. There's like there's good time. Good time. Ingrid right, goes yeah. west. Somebody when, else should see Good Time before me and tell me how it is, because I don't want to waste my time. It's supposed to be quite Briggs good. Briggs Bear. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Briggs <laughs> B. Bear, it. I've heard, is pretty good. Oh, yeah, there's a guy at the who comes in and talk, talks to Will, yeah, I know. who was raving about it. And so, yeah, there's that, and then, yeah, Wind River, Good Time, Ingrid Goes West, and I think maybe I mean, there's one some or... good, good, interesting films out there, but they don't get the Is publicity like... because they're not multi-million dollar films, because they're not big action films, you know. Could also be, are there any kids' movies out right now? That's where the market's at. I thought yeah. there was a children's film. No, I guess not. Okay. I mean, what else is out right now? Uh, like Dark of... Tower and... Dark Tower is still out? Maybe. Detroit and about a lot of places I saw are still playing Wonder Woman and yeah, yeah. me too. I mean, God, what is it going into its third month now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They played it for free on the lawn at Southern Village. Oh. That was cool. Well, I don't make it out that way much. Yeah, you hate Southern Village. We've talked about this. Do I hate Southern Village? Were you not the one who said... Oh, you weren't the... Sorry, I just got you... No, I'm not. I just got you really confused with Charlie from Cup of Joe. I am not Charlie, although I do (laughs) agree with Charlie on many points. Charlie's scared of Southern Village. Uh, Well, I mean, it's 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 like all these... Well, yeah, I mean, it's like Meadowlot, right? It's all these sort of secluded areas so that the super wealthy don't actually have to go out and mingle with the rest of us plebeians. We come to them (laughs) for free movies. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, well, (laughs) I missed that little bit because I was putting my dog outside, but it sounded fascinating. It wasn't. (laughs) No. (laughs) It really wasn't. All right. Uh, Well, then that's about all the news we got. Uh, And so we'll just move on to the uh, uh, listener questions. So... The filmbudspodcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. And we would really love to hear from you. Any questions or, or comments, feel free to send them in. Or you can also send us stuff on Facebook and Twitter. Any Anything like that. So just let us know. All right. So the one we got today or for this week is from Taylor in Minnesota. Don't, another ambiguous name. Don't oh, know if it's boy or girl. They say what part of Minnesota? Just Minnesota. They say, oh. you're like my movie, did you, Chloe? It's him. <laughs> it's Taylor. Yeah, it's. <laughs> All right. So he says hello. Started listening to your show on episode eight and have been greatly enjoying it on my morning trips to work. That's so nice. Yeah. Dang, where did they work in another state? 
They could. Gosh. A lot of a lot of Minnesota people actually work. I forget whether it's North Dakota or South Dakota, but there's big oil boom in one of the oh those gosh. two states, and a lot of Minnesota guys go over there and work. Hmm. So it's an interesting thing because you know <laughs> the population is so sparse in those states. Minnesota has a lot of uh, well-educated, you know, experienced people, and so mm -hmm. big migration. In Minnesota, anyhow. <laughs> Demographics <laughs> in the U.S. and strange stuff like anyhow. Sorry, the economy in the U.S. Sorry. No, it's okay. Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> Say Taylor. Minnesota. We're sorry. Uh, well, I'm so, just curious what part of Minnesota because my fiance's from Minnesota, so. Oh. Yeah, didn't didn't say, uh, but uh, yeah, enjoying out my morning trips to work. Wanted to ask if any of you had seen the Netflix movie, the Netflix Death Note movie yet. Despite my adult age, I enjoy anime and death note was one of the high points i was greatly disappointed how however in the new movie and wondered your thoughts on anime adaptations can it be done well thanks for what you do tailored miss is that the one with matt wolf with blonde hair yeah yeah and that's been getting i mean the blanket the blanket well, statement i i watched anime when i was a when i was a teenager and i don't watch it nearly as much now um i mean is there anything that i really watch no <laughs> every every now and again, I might I might watch a film, but I don't really. I mean, there's not really the quality. Nineties, the nineties were the heyday, and now there's an inundation of it, but most of it's crap. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking of old series like the Ghost, the original Ghost in the Shell series. Mm -hmm. The animated was quite good. Um, Stand on the Complex was quite good. It's Cowboy Bebop. I mean, there's some really good stuff out there, but not so much anymore. Most of the stuff is overtaken by tween crap now mm -hmm. which is awful but um, to his point there has never okay. been never <laughs> never ever ever has there been a good live action adaptation i mean i enjoyed well i enjoyed the ghost in the shell adaptation for earlier this year it's not amazing but i enjoyed it he likes scarlett johansson uh, <laughs> well yeah kind of i didn't see it but i i didn't see it because i knew it was gonna be crap <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't uh, care if Scarlett Johansson's in it. Be, beat Takeshi's in it. Takeshi Takato. He's and they're good. And he's awesome. It's an entertaining and I love him, movie. But maybe again because I just am familiar with the manga. And the manga is so well written, and it's so interesting. And it gets into all these complex issues about AI and uh, hacking and what is reality when we start moving into the realm of like digital. Um, recreation of human psyche and all that kind of stuff right and so mm -hmm. it's all this very sort of cutting edge and uh, masamune shiro who did the uh, original manga uh put a lot of research i mean a ton of, it's overwhelming how much research he puts into these things mm -hmm. um well and none obviously none of that gets translated into the film because it's mostly just sort of glitzy glam Mm -hmm. visuals and action sequences well i did have a chance to catch the ne the netflix death note directed by adam wingard who did the guest which i absolutely love with jason bateman no with no. uh the guy from downtown abbey uh oh what the i was yeah um and he also i almost interned on that set really yeah downtown abbey no the guest <laughs> Oh, the guest. The guest. Um, but so I, I caught it Saturday after work, and it was... I, I know nothing about the the anime. The, I know it's held in very high acclaim, and so I'm definitely nothing against that, but the movie itself was horrible. 
It was really bad. Yeah, well, I It can... was just, like, so needlessly grotesque and mean-spirited and cliched, and it was, it was awful. Yeah. I mean, I liked Willem Dafoe, and he, he plays the... Love Willem. Yeah. He, he was good as this, uh, as the creature guy. I don't know his name. But then it, kind of what you're saying, it does just feel so, like, here, we need to take elements from this and put it into the live action so it'll please fans. But it's like, there's a guy called Light in the movie. Yeah. And it's, that sounds so stupid. And he, he's, you know, he likes to sit up on, on top of the chair, you know, like, kind of crouching. And it's just like, in a live action setting, it looks so stupid and lame. And the movie, and then the violence in the movie is just so, feels so unmotivated and gross, and it's just not good. Yeah. So I'm sure most fans of the anime are disappointed, but I'm, just as a movie itself, regardless of where it came from, is Is this it, just a good. standalone film? Just a two yeah. hour, or one and a half, two it's only like thing. It's only like an hour and a half, thank God. So. Yeah. I mean, see, that's the thing. Is apparently the, the source material is quite lengthy, and yeah. then trying to condense that down. It's very it. quick, and it just yeah, I don't get it. So yeah. it's it's. I mean, not I, good. a lot of people, from what I understand, a lot of people who watch the anime or who have read the manga still don't quite understand. I've never seen it myself, but it's a lot of sort of battle of wits and people making all these very complex little plays to, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, I've never seen a live act. It's this, uh, a guy who, this teenager who finds a, a book called Death Note, uh-huh. and you can write someone's name in it and then say how they die. And then well, it happens. And then it happens. Like, uh, the first kill, I mean, this is in, like, the first Just 15 minutes. the book. Movie over. No, but he he likes it. He, oh, he's bad. Yeah, and so he like. Is that Nat Wolf? Yeah. Oh. Um. There's a bully at school, and so he, um, writes the, his name in, and he says decapitation, and there you see this ladder. That oh falls. my god! I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> okay, I'll stop there. <laughs> Give you a tease. Um. There've been a lot of those kinds of movies lately, like that one with that girl, the wishes one, where she wishes that that girl just. What the heck? Yeah, this it, is bad. And that's clearly Stop like it. super derivative of. I oh, guess the one that they just had Annabelle creation. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's one that came out maybe a couple weeks before. Okay. Will saw it, so maybe ask him what it was. But yeah, the the movie is horrible. It's one of the worst of the year by far. So, oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, Terrible. poor poor Taylor. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he. Oh well, no, he said he was disappointed. She. Yeah, but he. I mean, <laughs> he. <laughs> he, or, he or she said. Was uh, disappointed in the movie, so I mean he. I the, still he, feel for Taylor. So, yeah, he or she didn't like Looking it. Looking forward. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> if you're going to write Phil Butts podcast, please include please include a gender. <laughs> yes. So Chloe will stop being annoying. Taylor, F, in Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. So don't check out Death Note on Netflix. It's terrible. Man. It's garbage. Is it bad that I'm kind of interested now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it because I heard the word decapitation. Don't watch but it. And it gets it's, worse from there. So. I mean, What's I haven't seen it. And I can guarantee you. It's That's the thing. Bad. It's it feels it feels so unmotivated um, and just ex- exploitative and. It could even be a Coen Brothers movie. No. <laughs> yeah. the, the Coen, let the Coen Brothers take Death Note and do do something with it, but. Uh, I don't think they could. I don't think I don't think either. Death but, Note. Yeah. Mm. Garbage. 
utter under toss, as Brayden, I think you said once, about something. Okay. <laughs> I probably did. A lot of stuff comes out of my mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, but so that's the only one for the week. So, again, filmbudspodcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. So, anything else that y'all want to mention? No, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a listener challenge if you can find yeah. a decent live-action adaptation of, a, of an anime. I have something interesting to add. Ish. Ed Green, whatever, he stepped down. Oh, from, right. Because he was whitewashing. So, yeah, so the guy... No. Um, I know stuff that's Ed Screen, if that's how you say his name. Um, so he played the villain in Deadpool, and then he was also in the... Was it like Transporter? Maybe? Yeah, Transporter. Transporter, not the best actor. <laughs> um, but Wait, he, one of the original he, Transporter the, no, 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 or the, the reboot, the, that the horrible, new, the, shitty reboot? The reboot. The reboot. <laughs> reboot. The reboot. Old country for old men. So he it was attached to the Hellboy remake that's in the works. And just a couple of days ago, he stepped down from the role, that whatever it was, and... Because of whitewashing backlash. He's a Japanese character. Yeah, and, and so he's stepped down, and so. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's. That is interesting. That's relevant. That's one where it's actually had an effect, kind of. Yeah. So. There that you is, go. That and, is uh, interesting. And the studio probably won't make any changes, but at least he is. Yeah. Making a Good bit of a stand. Good for you, Ed. Yeah. Ed doesn't want his house to get egged. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, some interesting. St- Controversies going on this week. Yeah. So well, I remember the the last big one that that was. Well, ScarJo. Was it? What's going on with her? Oh, 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 the For oh, whitewashing. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Tilda Swinton and Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. What was she supposed to be? It's supposed well, the, to be Asian. The character was um uh, uh, uh. from Tibet, I believe. Something like or the Nepalese Tibetan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. If you're working from source material, you need to. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to stick to the plot, you need to respect the rest of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Especially if it's so irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I mean... It's like it was for a reason. Let me put it this way, though, is the Dark Tower, when Idris Elba was cast in that, mm-hmm. fans put up a big stink because they all... I mean, it's never said anywhere in the books, mm-hmm. Roland Deshane is white. Right. But everybody sort of assumed that. Well, that's mm. separate, though. You've read, I trust you, because you know them all very well, right? Yeah. So that's one thing. But if the person's from... If the character's... Uh, like Ghost in the Shell. She's, it's literally as... Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Different. T- totally. I get what you're saying, though. That's yeah. interesting. It's an interesting, you know... Uh, I mean, my, my, point, my point is... I guess should you based on the should best you, person should for the you, role or yeah right but well also I don't know the context like I don't know how much that had to do with the movie itself well that's that's my either. that's my question is how which is why I referenced Ghost in the Shell again like obviously mm-hmm. it's all about that culture and everything mm-hmm. it made no sense to yeah. me well I mean the other thing is the main character in Ghost in the Shell is a cyborg right like, but that's it's... not that's not an actual there is no sort of um, but and I mean, that's something that Masamune Shiro actually gets into in his comics as he talks in the manga as he talks about how cyborg bodies don't have to be gendered. Right. And they don't have to, they don't have to have any kind of racial qualities to them. Right. But people, because of their identity, their, 
their ghost, hence the title Ghost in the Shell. A ghost is so the, 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 the digital representation or the digital recreation of a person. Oh, okay. Yeah. But their ghost can be put into any body, and because these are sort of imprints of actual people, um, they have gender and racial identities mm -hmm. that they take with them, and so they prefer robotic bodies that represent right. their original identity. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyhow... <laughs> It's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing and it's it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to really yeah. think about. But I mean, I guess that's the question: is uh, how pivotal, how crucial, how important are these roles, and does it affect the story if they if if gender, race, and so forth are changed? Right. And it's going to affect it to the people who care about it. Like yeah. they're also all um, like we we're kind of talking about like kind of fan based movies. Like mm -hmm. they wouldn't be they're based on like extensive material and stuff of people yeah. who are I'm assuming very serious fans. Mm -hmm. So just depends on that. Well I'm I'm not for whitewashing, but if you throw up that wall, I mean would would then the question becomes would Idris Elba, for instance, have gotten the role as Roland DeShane? Hmm. Which I loved him in that role. I think he's he's spectacular yeah. and he is he is Roland DeShane. I mean there's I really can't think of any other actor yeah. who, who could portray that character the way he did. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a messy situation. I'm not, so. yeah, I'm not, I'm not for whitewashing. Yeah. Wasn't Scarlett Johansson like surrounded by Japanese people though? Yes. Um, the rest so of the cast well, was. Well, the supporting yeah. that her partner is not. Oh he, yeah, that's white. right. That was played by, a, who is it? The and then oh, there's also the the French actress, uh, from Clouds of Sils Maria and... Um, Juliette Binoche. That's Binoche. the lady who I think got the role my mom got originally. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. huh. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that was what? You said <laughs> Let us in know. A, <laughs> in a what film? Woody Allen. Oh, a Woody Allen film? Yeah. Oh, huh. Interesting. Yeah. First yeah. place I saw her was in one of the Christoph Kieslowski films, Red, Blue, White. Which one was it? Julie Delpy was in one of them, and Chris, Juliette Binoche was in one of them. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. Anyhow, um, I'm not for whitewashing, but by the, I, at the same time, shouldn't you get the best actor? Right. Yeah, it's interesting. You're right. Also, maybe it's just I think Scott Johansson's a bad actress, but... I don't think she's a bad actress. <laughs> um, she's just taking a lot of bad roles. Well... They're kind of one and the same to me in a way, I guess. Possibly, possibly, but you got to make money somehow. Yeah, <laughs> I think she could figure it out at this point. Yeah, well, yeah. I still think I don't know. You don't like, if I remember correctly, you don't like Under the Skin, but I think it's. Ugh. I think <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing film. <laughs> <into it>. But <laughs> anywho. All right. Sorry, my dog just came back in. Uh, again. Um, she. Uh, all right, so. Well, that's about it for news and l the listener questions. Um, yeah, again, please feel free to write in. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, we can just move on to our picks of the week. Uh, what's Well, I, I guess I'll mention. So I've been watching some Tony Scott films um, who, if you don't know, he's the brother of Ridley Scott who did, you know, Alien and Blade Runner. And Tony Scott is his, bro his late brother who he passed away a few years ago. But he's directed <clears throat> Top Gun, Domino, Man on Fire, Unstoppable, True Romance, 
Uh, let, me, let me see where some Days others. of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Yeah. Um, he's probably one of the most underrated filmmakers out there, and you can see his influence on various filmmakers, even someone like Michael Bay or Steven Soderbergh or David Fincher, and it's he's very um, inspiring, and he has a very distinct style, and you can see the uh, how he's kind of had to live in his brother's shadow a little bit because he never really has a he doesn't have an alien under his belt but his filmography is just so good consistently and very very strong but anyway so i've been watching some of the films i haven't seen yet and i watched his first main feature film called the hunger came out in 1983 and it's this vampire film with david bowie oh i've seen that yeah catherine deneuve and susan sarandon and it's an interesting cast yeah and it's i it's just not you know an amazing movie but it's very visually amazing and it's quite good and it's an 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 underrated vampire movie and just like twilight yeah totally (laughs) Uh they're basically the same movie and it's an interesting entry in his filmography especially since he went on to do mostly action and this is really not an action movie at all it's more horror surrealism and so it's and that's on i mean like you can rent it on amazon and but yeah if you haven't seen many tony scott movies or if you have even really heard of him you should just look up his filmography and start watching some like top gun and days of thunder and ones like that so Brandon, what about you i mean i've mostly been trying to catch up on my soderberg and and, and stay on top of things for for the podcast so my bad. Uh, <laughs> curse you. No, but I mean, uh, you know, it's it's mostly been stuff I've already mentioned before, which is, you know, Game of Thrones, which just had a season finale. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm just simply saying the finale, and it was good, and that's it. I'll drop it. Yeah. Something uh, happened with my favorite character. Oh, yeah? I don't know what it was. I've avoided it. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Who's your favorite character? Well, okay. I won't say anything. Well, I just like, want to know so I know. Well, like... Technically, okay, what I, I should say, the character I'm most interested in. Like, John's my favorite character, obviously, right? Because, you know. He's everybody's favorite. Well, but, him or Daenerys. Oh, I freaking hate Daenerys. Okay, but anyway. Like of course. Anyway. <laughs> no, Littlefinger, I think, is the most interesting character. Who? And I've, Littlefinger? Oh, yeah. Peter been, Baelish. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff about Littlefinger. I don't know what happened, but I'm curious. If he dies, I'm going to be pissed. Cersei's my, um, the, most, the character <laughs> I'm most interested in. Really? Mostly because of... How great Lena Headey is, Heady is. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. spectacular. So. And I really like Jamie. I mean, I wouldn't. Or Nikolai Kostrovall. I love Jamie. He's yeah. in a new movie I, about. Have you seen the new movie he's in? It's coming I've out. I've heard about it. Ugh. Yeah, I heard it. it's a mob mob film. No, mob. he's a he's a neo Nazi. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He like goes to jail for drunk driving or something. Huh. And then he becomes a neo Nazi <laughs> in two months or something. Sounds great. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I haven't watched the last season and a half of Game of Thrones. I'm behind, but Cersei is the character I'm always interested in seeing. I'm still, so. I'm still a Tyrion fanboy. Mm. I like, I like Peter Dinklage. This makes sense too. Yeah, I like Peter Dinklage, and I really like the. Character. He's in a new movie too that looks really good. Shoot, what movie is that? That movie. Real memory. Huh? Real oh, memory? it's not. It's not very good. You saw it? I saw it at Sundance. Oh dang it! Yeah, sorry. It looks good. Sorry. Oh, no, the is that the one with the billboards? I'm talking about the Billboard movie. Oh, no, no. That's the With one Francis that McDormand. jerked about the guy who you like, who did Seven Psychopaths. 
Oh, I love oh, that movie. Oh, yeah, yes. he's in. Uh, I'm in. I'm in for the billboard seven, movie. Or billboards, something billboards, billboards outside of Ebbing's, Missouri. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. He's in that. We've had that poster for a while. That'll be good. But yeah, rememory. If that comes around, it's not oh, very good. That. I, I saw it at Sundance. That's on it's, Amazon, I think. Oh, uh, really? It's Maybe. not great. People don't watch it. I. Uh, I mean, it's not horrible, but. I just really like Peter Dinklage, and in in the novels, and I think in the TV series as well. The character is so... Peter Dinklage is great in the novels. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wonderful in the novels. But, um, no, the character on the TV, I mean, obviously, duh. But uh, the character, Tyrion, in the novels, I think, is he's one of the most fascinating, multifaceted, mm-hmm. and genuine characters. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, in a bunch of books where everybody's the most two-faced, duplicitous pieces of shit. Except for Rob. Rip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, most of the Starks, most of the Starks are not duplicitous, and they they die off like gadflies. Yeah. So, yeah. anywho, but no, I mean, there hasn't been any. There's been stuff that I've been wanting to watch. Uh, God, I feel like there was something that I saw recently, and then now I'm completely blanking on it. I don't know why. Anyhow, no, I mean, I've just been watching just, most of the same yeah. stuff yeah. that I have for a while. So I haven't cool. really caught anything, uh, unfortunately, new or out of the ordinary. That's all right. Oh, dang. I Chloe, look up the name. Chloe, how about, how about you? <laughs> Should have done this a while ago. Well, two. I've read two good books lately. I don't okay. know if those count. Yeah, yeah. But one of them's written by Noah Hawley, my uh, fave. Yeah, yeah. Before the Fall. Oh, I've, I've yeah, I think my Why do I know my mother that name? read oh, that. That's super good. Who's who's Noah Hawley? The guy who created Fargo, Fargo and Oh Fargo, and, and the one that yeah did Fargo and Legion, right? Yeah. Which both are genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, book is great, and then also and that was before I fall. Before the fall. Before the fall, okay. And then um, also my favorite author, Travel Hill native or well, local, like, I don't know his name, Daniel Wallace. His mm. new book, Extraordinary Adventures, mm. super good. Could easily be a movie. So. All cool. his books could easily be a movie, except for the one, which is confusing. That one could be a hmm. movie, but anyway. <laughs> um, but then I've also been watching, you know, Colin Morgan from my favorite childhood show, uh, Merlin, with Bradley James? No. Anyway, he's in a new TV show called The Living and the Dead. It's a horror thing. It's really good. What's it on? Uh, I think it's on Amazon. But we have, like, it might be BritBox on Amazon. Like, it might be us. But it's really good. I'm sure you can find it if you look hard yeah. enough on the internet. <laughs> cool. Those are some good picks this week. <laughs> good picks. Um, all right. Well, I guess that... Oh, also, the movie, I finally bothered to look it up, Stardust Memories, and it's Charlotte Rampling, so a different French lady. Ah. And she's not my mom, but... Okay. <laughs> Almost. Basically. <laughs> basically, Charlotte Rampling's my mom. Right. All right, well, with that mystery solved, <laughs> uh, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Um, so next week, again, there's not much out, but maybe maybe Good Time, that's like the last. Yeah. Or maybe or Inger Goes West, one or the other. So more, if you didn't get enough Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, true. Yeah, she's in that too. Um, but yeah, so maybe one of those, unless something else kind of pops up. But... Good time is gonna be depressing. Oh, it's it looks very depressing. Yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> you saw a good time? No. 
I was just looking at Rotten Tomatoes, trying to remember. I did see. I did watch something recently. The Tick. Oh. The Tick. I love him. It was. It was really I good. I have him. to say. I mean, it was sort of Peter. a redo of it, and it Looking wasn't just. The fuck, Bliss. What? Right. It's the main guy. Peter Serafinowicz. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great one, Chloe. <laughs> I love him. Peter Serafinowicz, yeah, he's great. Oh, he's great. I mean, it, it's I really like it. Hmm. Um, I gotta say, I was I was taken aback because they decided to go to sort of a more serious route with it, but they they're able to toe the line between way too serious and grim, and way too goofy and silly and comic booky, and I think they do a spectacular job. The stuff with the tick, you can tell he's actually a, a genuine. Decent guy who's an absolute, who's an absolute blockhead, mm. but he helps uh, Arthur, who is struggling with sort of PTSD and mental illness and all these kind of things. He helps Arthur sort of come out of this this morass, this quagmire that he's been stuck in, and so it does a very good job of of sh- portraying Arthur as a sort of not just like neurotic. I mean, he is neurotic, nevish little guy, but there's a reason for it. And it tells you why, and it portrays it as actual sort of uh, mental illness and PTSD and all these kinds of things. And then the tick and his relationship with the tick and the tick because he's just such a genuine, sincere kind of a moron. But, I mean, that's all the more endearing for it. Um, Helps pull Arthur. And so anyhow, it's, it's a really interesting portrayal. And Jackie Earl Haley's in it. And I just love him because he's a weird, creepy little dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's weird. He's weird, creepy little character. I really like him as Warshock and Lodgeman. Oh yeah, he's so, great. Uh, but yeah, the tick—it's actually worth a watch. I mean, the the older stuff, I would say, you know, the, the and the original live-action version was Patrick Warburton. It was fun, but it was it was goofy. It didn't try to be anything other than just goofy. And this one actually is more compelling in terms of the human aspect to it, and it really pulls you in. So I highly recommend it. One of my favorite bands did the music. Oh, who was that? Bastille. I'm not yeah. Well, you are if you watch the tape. <laughs> Perhaps I am. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, I guess that's about all we got. So, yeah, we'll keep you updated about the Soda Brick Show. Um, and, yeah, maybe look at something like Good Time or Ingrid Goes West next week. I'm seeing that anyway. So. Which one? Ingrid Goes West. Yeah, I probably will too, so. I'm going to watch Good Time. I want to watch Good Time. It's for Connor's birthday. Ah, that's cool. It's about narcissistic crazy people. It's yeah. It's his alley. Yeah. You, are you saying he's a narcissistic crazy person? You can run on. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'd be like, aww. Before we bur- burn any more bridges. <laughs> we'll, uh, I don't have any left. Yeah, we'll we'll call it a day. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And, yeah, keep, keep updated with things on the website. And I'll post when the show's up. And we always uh, thank you for being with us and for downloading the show. It's a fun time, and so we'll see you next week. For a long time, sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider. 
Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down